Welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Company. This is the world of Atlaran. Beyond the Forgotten Realms, and perhaps not far from Exandria, Atlaran and her two moon sky have seen leviathans, dissolutions, divine gates, and calamities. And that's only the last 5,000 years. Perhaps most distinct for her scars, Atlaran is host to a number of sacred or cursed sites, depending on whether you ask Bahamut or Asmodeus. Or, perhaps you'll ask the old Balin gods, whom the world herself and her moons and star are named after. These places, like Mount Gear, the Monomarig Meteor, Drosdana, the Dawn Deep Trench, the Shattered Continent, the Greenhall Sea, the entirety of Garrett Eldathos, they all play parts in the world's fate. But it's the people that truly shape it. And every so often, little windows of time, short glimpses into exceptional people's lives, are plucked from the midst of the chaotic centuries and we call them stories. They're not always epics of heroism and bravery. Quite the contrary. Every hero was once a bumbling fool, or a selfish mercenary looking to make a platinum. Or, in most cases, both. And that brings us to our particular window in time. Following in the footsteps of a scorned bard and her unlikely lone wolf companion. Or, perhaps lone coyote is more apt. Marin Veneer, a half-elven fighter with a love of freedom and gunpowder and a former bard relearning her musical skills. Marin was the daughter to a frail sun-elf laundress who passed away when she was still young. Left to care for her half-sister Sylphie alone, Marin grew up far too fast. In her desperation to keep her sister from starving, Marin accepted help from the Alteras and was lured into their poisonous web of abuse, theft, and murder. Forced to kill and torture, often those unsuspecting and even undeserving, eventually Marin dared to question her adoptive father Alistair and was slaughtered on the spot by her brothers just before she was 18. Sylphie was left to flee alone, but ten years later Marin awoke, revived by the Hydling cult. Sickly but determined, she recovered thanks to powerful magics and the apparent interest of Cynthia Moore, mother of the new King of the Arbiters, Silas Moore III. And, by Cynthia's order, Marin was given as a gift to Silas in the hopes that she would become his subservient partner, a suitable wife that would not question the Moore family thanks to her debt to them. Marin, however, had the spark of rebellion in her soul by then, and wasn't about to be controlled again. When Silas proved he supported her in the freedom of those crushed by the Arbiters, Marin reluctantly fell in love. Now with her fiancé at her back and the work to be done, Marin is ready for the long road ahead. She'll make sure no one suffers under the boot of the Arbiters or the Hydland cult ever again. Kit. Just Kit, a shifter, or elusir, of the Coyote Totem and mildly devout cleric of Savros, the Balin god of mischief and wanderers. Originally hailing from Amnoblin as part of a group of natives called the Manamar and Dalmaric, Kit's people have always been harassed by the Skull, or outsiders, who seek to take their ancestral lands and waters. Kit's particular tribe was attacked when he was young, rendering himself and his brother Ren orphans, and forcing their tribe to flee their home continent altogether. They found refuge in Irakel, but struggled to adjust to the change from sub-Arctic to equatorial desert. 
trusting in the sacred Mount Gear, heart of the world, to watch over them. Kit's people settled in the northern savannas, but Kit never settled, aimlessly causing trouble to Skull and taking mercenary contracts to send money home since he was 15. Kit has become a person of interest to the Guild of Wardens, enforcers who help keep the common laws. Thanks to Dana Fioris, a former troublemaking comrade who eventually went straight and became a warden herself, Kit has quite the dossier with the wardens and rarely struggles to find work at their guild. And now, alongside Sylphie, Kit has his own scores to settle with the Arbiters, though breaking apart an organization of kidnappers and slavers would be reason enough to destroy them. Uh, you had your way down the hall, and I did not say that. Head our way. Head our way. I need you both to shut up. I didn't do. I'm eating popcorn. Very quickly, apparently. I really want to throw popcorn at Ash, but like it's just not gonna do it. Actually, I did just hit you like directly in the face. P.S. Oh wow! There I got you. Ow! Ow! Ah! And Bryn brings you guys up to uh, one of the guarded doors, uh, where you see a couple of dragonborn on either side in heavy-duty armor. And uh, he sort of gives each of them a nod. They seem to recognize him, and he opens up the door. Uh, inside, you see an office. Oh, my God, you two. No, I was watching Ash, and I tried to put popcorn in my mouth, and I fucking pissed. <laughs> but I had a backup piece, so I just pretended that I didn't. <laughs> okay, I got a thing about dead puppies. Oh. They're, mm. they're dead. They're <laughs> Wow! That piece is how I make myself laugh. Oh no! <laughs> All okay. I can think of is Cruella every time. Hold on, I gotta. No, I gotta be Marin. I gotta be Marin. Puppies, dead puppies. They aren't much fun. <laughs> okay, and Abaddon, everybody, I'm... or puppies in space. Puppies in space. They can't survive. All right. <sighs> Yeah, I'm, um, I'm married now. My life is miserable. <laughs> Nothing is funny. Wow. Yeah. But you're also Marin who laughs at horrible things. That's too. true. <clears throat> uh, but you step in to see an office set up uh, with a large desk in the center. Uh, this room is sort of a half uh, circle. So the entire... Um, the entire circular wall behind the desk is either windows or books um and the windows look down over the main courtyard uh sitting behind the desk uh is a female moon elf uh in sort of half plate armor um she has some pieces taken off for comfort it looks like maybe she just got back from doing something um <clears throat> sort of 
a little bit darker bluish skin for a moon elf that almost leads you to believe that she may be even a drow or part drow. Uh, long silvery white hair that is pulled back in a very military style bun. And she's currently just going over a sea of letters sitting in front of her. Um, to her right, uh, standing, leaning on the desk and looking over some of the letters as well, uh, is a uh, almost uh, a, a drow with very dark, sort of dusty purple skin, almost <clears throat> verging on obsidian dark. And uh, she's looking over things, sort of motioning occasionally to a letter and speaking in uh, under common to this moon elf. And they seem to be discussing uh, some pretty serious business at the moment. Uh, no one else in the room, uh, but there are tons and tons of chairs up against the wall that are sort of stacked up uh, as if she expects company often. Uh, but as you all step in with Bryn, uh, he sort of sticks his head in first and says, uh, Lise, are you, are you free? And the moon elf looks up and says, Bryn, good, good to see you. Come in, come in. And he opens up the door and lets you all in with him. Uh, and she looks over the rest of you and says, oh, these must be the ones. All right, we were expecting you. Oh, oh. Did Captain Lauren? Uh, yes. Okay. Ah. Um, and she stands up from behind her desk. Uh, as a moon elf, uh, they're already naturally a little bit smaller than other elves, but she's like maybe five feet tall. Hmm. Um, she, the armor makes her look bigger than she is, but she seems like pretty petite person all around. Um, and she steps around the <coughs> desk straight up to Marin and offers a handout to shake. Um, sure. She says, oh. you must be Marin Veneer. I will shake her hand. Yes, I am. Uh, I'm Lise D'Artra. I am the, I guess, guild master is the title they use these days. Okay. And she, how do you spell her name? Uh, Lise is L-I-S-E. D'Artra is D apostrophe A-R-T-R-A. R-E, sorry. Okay. okay. <clears throat> um, and she motions to the drow and she says, and this is one of my uh, advisors on the council. This is uh, Visara Mudral. Uh, Visara is V-I-S-A-R-A. -A. Mudral is M-O-U-D-R-A-U-L. Mm. Okay. Um, she says, uh, and this must be Kit, I believe. And she walks up to you, offers a hand as well. Oh, I'll shake um, it. Hi. And greets each of you in kind. She says, I understand that, well, according to Captain Lauren, you're looking for a little bit of intellectual help. A little bit. Yeah, mm -hmm. we're um, interested in... Um, <clears throat> some of the Highland cult activity, thinking we can get some information about them and, you know, uh, we can certainly things like that. We can certainly help with that. Um, he has 
he and a few other people have been keeping us up to date on what you're up to, uh, specifically the Sentinels up north. So we have a pretty good idea. Oh, boy. And we would be happy to help you out. We have a few people who just so happen to be experts in the Heidelin cult. Wonderful. And they'll be able to advise you. Who um, are these experts? Uh, well, the main one you'll probably be working with is Nikolai Ulengrad. Mm -hmm. uh, he is, I'm sure Lauren already told you, he is intimately familiar with them. Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's also a member of my council. Uh, he essentially runs everything we have to do with them, as well as our uh, interactions with other guilds and such. He's a little bit of a diplomat. Okay. Okay, um, wonderful. Cool. I and, look forward to meeting him. And he should be back soon. I believe he made a short trip into the Feywild to gather some uh, materials with his <laughs> portion of the guild. Um, in the meantime, she motions to, uh, the drow, says, uh, Visara is also, uh, fairly scholarly and may be able to help you with anything else you may have questions about. I heard something about, uh, a lich. Yeah, yep, we have a fairly important lich that we, um, are having an issue with, um, and she I... motions to Visara, and she steps up. She is very tall, slim, uh, but she definitely has like a, like sort of like a, uh, what am I trying to say? She almost has like a swimmer's build, um, but uh, very, very lean, but a lot of like tone. And uh, she has... Uh, what would be considered like woodsman's armor, a lot of leather stuff for like holding arrows, quivers, that kind of thing. Um, and she steps up and says, uh, yes, I am uh, a bit of a uh, scholar myself and I'm curious about this lich. I understand he was once a member of the Highland cult, potentially? Uh, associate, anyway. Mm. Um, not full member as far as I know. Um, yeah. um, <clears throat> she she looks to Lise and says, uh, I will uh, show these guests around. I know you're still busy. Uh, shall we catch up later? And Lise nods to her and says, uh, yes, if you're all still here uh, by the time dinner comes around, uh, we'll have you join who's here of the council. Wonderful. Um, if you'll excuse me, I have uh, I have some people to go yell at. And she grabs a few letters off her desk and steps out. Uh, Visara uh, motions you guys out of the office. And you can, you can already tell by just the lack of formalities that they're all used to being rather efficient here. So there's no like... There's no further like niceties, like, oh, how are you? What are you up to? Kind of stuff. It's like, we have shit to do. Um, so, Visara leads you guys out to a different office on the floor below. And this one is decidedly different. Um, this one has one large window at the back, uh, but the whole thing is just chock full of uh, books that all are in like different levels of age and repair. 
Um, and there's also a lot of hunting gear in here. Uh, the most prominent thing in here would be the sort of U-shaped desk that she has. And on the front is the uh, symbol of the nine rings. And in the center is, uh, oh God, what's the symbol? Uh, is the symbol of a hawk in flight, uh, which you guys mm -hmm. recognize from Ithane is the symbol of the chasers. Um, but she brings you guys in, pulls up some chairs, sits behind her own desk, leans on it and says, so tell me about this lich. Uh, are you familiar with the name Alistair Altera? Yes. Yeah, that's him. Um, he... I'm surprised. How did he get access to that kind of power? We don't know entirely. Mm. We... We're on a mission to get him out of the picture. And when we met up with him, he exhibited new abilities. Um, his phylactery is a man named Kellogg, a drow. That's all we know about him. He's a slaver. And she pulls a <clears throat> ledger over to her and starts writing down notes. Uh, he used Says, to have a millinery <clears throat> in Port Natalie? Natalie. Yep. Natalie, yep. Uh, and she writes that down and says, yes, uh, Captain Lauren uh, told us a bit about this Kellogg. And in the time it's taken you all to get here, I haven't found a thing about him, so I'm very suspicious. Yeah, yeah we are too. Enough, nobody knows anything about him, which is slightly concerning. Yes. Especially if the Sentinels don't know anything about him. That's yes. I uh, even asked a demigod about him, and they didn't know about him either, so. I would be surprised if I didn't know who you were. Uh, <clears throat> I, your, I did your wonder. Your reputation precedes you. Who? Me? All of you. Oh. We are uh -oh. technically an arm of the Sentinels, so we know of you. Uh, in fact, I think the first time we heard any hint of you was back when you met with Lord Tanris. Oh, him, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's dead? Yes. And Alina as well? Yes. Alana? Yes. Whatever the fuck her name is. <laughs> they were unfortunately trapped inside the estate when it burned. Mm. That was... Tamar. Do we, do we know yes. what happened to Tamar's brother? Uh, Tamar and Theo. Yeah. Uh, we do not know what happened to Tamar, but Theo is... I believe the Sentinels placed him in a, a small village on the way to Haven. They kept him away because of the uh, war going on, of course, but he is secure. Okay. We have no idea where his brother is. Well, that's news to Sylphie. Yeah. We also don't know where... Uh, we don't know who his tether is either. No. That is also concerning. No, wait. We might know who his tether is. No, I don't think we did. No, I think I might. I remember Nadvir... Nadvir? No, Lucan. 
telling you guys that he was someone of no real import. Yes, that's what it was. Um, he was just a source of money. Yeah. Yeah. Until you took the black gold lockpick from him. Yep. So now he's doing other things. That's right. Okay. Sorry, um, I'm looking at all the notes from Lucan because I don't know if I share them or not since we're not with the Thane anymore. Uh, but she, uh, she, she says we do not know where Tama is. We did not recover an additional body from the estate, or at least the people who were there did not. So we have reason to believe he may have returned to the cult, or he is off somewhere else doing their dirty work. Did we ever find out what happened to the blacksmith and his kobold? No. No, we didn't. No. Because they kind we just of, knew they were weird and they disappeared. Yeah, they kind of bamfed out, and it made me wonder if they weren't involved. They were like for sure, but I don't um, think we figure out how exactly. I guess I can bring it up and be like, do you know about the the blacksmith and his kobolds that used to live near the Tanris estate? Uh, Furbogan five kobolds? Yes. Yes. Okay, because they kind of were... disappeared, so. That is because we relocated them. Oh! Oh! Well, that's they better were, than what I was expecting. <laughs> they were essentially Overwatch. They kept an eye on Eris home for mm -hmm. us. Uh, they were our plants instead of the Sentinels. Gotcha. Um, Where are they? I had names for all of them. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ren Marsa. And Riz, Glenn, Sky, River, and Zoe. Glenn. Fucking Glenn. Yep. Glenn's the green one. I know. I think. Or was he blue? No, River was blue. Yeah. Glenn. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I don't have anything really important from Lucan other than the Molinarch tether, but we got rid of that. Yep. Very well done on that, by the way. Oh, you know, yeah, all the day's spring. work, kill kill Cynthia Moore, <clears throat> undo a tether for a Thane Molinarch. Well, being that he is one of our finest chasers, it would kill be good to Vinrith have him Corser, back. You know. Oh, it's fine. Um, I don't think they heard that. What, the kill Venrith Corsair? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we did kill him, so... Uh, and then... <laughs> She's writing this down as you speak. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and then... Yeah, I think I think that's all I have. Lucan is out of the picture because he's a cat. Um, I'm sorry, who's Lucan? No, Lucan Despar. Uh, you got one of the Despar siblings. I did. Um, he is. Uh, he is. He, he's dead. We killed him. We did. You kill just him. said he was turned into a cat. Well, we we killed. <laughs> That's a turn of phrase. <laughs> That's a turn of phrase. We pussyfooted him. He's gone. Where is he? Where is, is he? 
we don't know. At, he's Ansem's workshop cat. We don't. We don't know. Oh, we don't is. know. Is he at least not working with the Highland cult anymore? He's not, not so working with know. anything outside of a saucer. <laughs> I'm going to assume the cat thing was serious. Then okay, I don't yeah. care where he is as long as he's not helping them. No, he. Well, he's he did. Not. He did die. He died. And um, I accidentally turned him into a cat. You reincarnated him. I did, but it went like a little, like just a And she writes that down. She says, have you seen anything from Nadvia de Spa? No. No. What about Elaine? Um, Hang on, hang on, hang on. Nope. Um... I I know so so Ben Elaine was Thane's tether. Oh, I know. I'm looking. I'm at I'm saying nope. Okay. We don't know anything about it. And nothing of Theric either. No. No. Hmm. I would very much like to track down all four of those siblings. Are you aware of what the cult? is looking for as far as sacrifices for Del and Dane. Yes. Okay. Good to know. Thankfully, um, uh, Nico has uh, managed to bring us that information. Oh, wonderful. Even though Garadalithas is his uh, area, he does communicate with uh, Amnoblin quite often. He knows so, what they are to. So tell me then. Um, oh, shit. The names, so we have last names. Um, mm -hmm. We tried to send a message to Votek Lucas and it didn't meet him. Is he gone? Yes. Oh, I was uh, just about to ask that. <laughs> we just received word um, about a week ago that Votek Lucas had been murdered. By, do by we know his who? own people? We assume by the Heidelin cult because oh. he was working with the Atlar and Mercenary Company to hunt down cisterns. Yes, he had every single location. Hmm. Do you have the location of all the cisterns? Yes. Okay. Are we making any efforts to? Fill those in now that Lucas is dead. Uh, we are you the guild? Yes, uh, we're doing what we can offer. Oh. You have to understand that this has been going on for a very long time, and the Heidelin cult is worldwide. We have to control them in many different places and. I understand that, but this is a concentrated effort by them. So I understand. it feels like something that you should be able to do something about. We have to look after the Realm Gate first and foremost. That is our mission as the Guild of the Gate. But when we can spare either people or resources, we are invested in this, but... The Sentinels are the ones really heading that effort. Okay, wonderful. So tell me then, everyone knows that Cynthia Moore is dead. 
we're aware a couple of weeks ago at this point uh do we know who they plan on replacing that name on the list with uh i don't believe so i don't know yet but needless to say we are keeping a close eye on the moors that we can uh which mostly at this point means lauren uh though we do have leroy in uh custody with the caskers if we could also we know that justine moore is currently in wickapon pine yes and she is gunning to take over to stage a coup then i would say she is definitely going to be the most likely target it would be appreciated if maybe we could get some people to stand as guard some chasers uh i've well, already if, if she is meaning to take over there i assume she's working with the crimson hammer mm -hmm. we will we don't have that many operatives in harris at the moment but i can send word to the sentinels and uh potentially the caskers to see if we can get people over there yeah, we already, we have the caskers on our side as well. Mm -hmm. I think it's just a matter of finding out where Holt is and taking him down. Well, if you have the caskers, you already have the best that anyone can offer in Harris. Uh, but I will reach out to the Sentinels to see if they can offer some help, being that they have bases nearby. Okay. Um, we have a small... While far reaching, we are a small guild. We don't have that much outside of the actual gate. Well, this is a pretty big thing. I'm aware, and, and we are doing what we can. Well, we're also doing what we can, and we have found some pretty intense shit over the past couple of weeks. I imagine so. Uh, that extends beyond just a few sacrifices and stuff so i'm trying to cover our bases as much as we can outside of that while we focus on the bigger picture i'm not just saying this to be a bitch or anything like that i understand no the guild of the gates deals with multi-realm threats we are very much intimately aware of the kind of problems you're facing because we face similar we have to keep people from invading other realms all the time trying to take them over for land and power we have demigods demons trying to come through all the time i understand and it's frustrating when you're stretched thin do you um, we have reason to believe that Kyla Uruvela is going to be using this gate to yes. make contact with some sort of demi thing. We're aware of this. Okay. Nikolai has informed us of her potential plans. We are, I think you are certainly the folks to inform that we are aware that the Golahide staff is in transit somewhere in Geradal de Thas and it may be coming to the realm gate. Uh, going to whom? We don't know. 
it is being kept very quiet and it is being run by the Amnoblin branch of the Heidelin cult. So Nikolai, while he does know something is happening, he does not know everything. The white cloaks among the uh, cult, especially the ones who are in charge of entire continents, do not get along well. Yeah. Um, Each of them wants to run the whole cult for themselves. I mean, that's how we ended up with Cynthia Moore in the first place, so. Can Can I very quietly cast Locate Object? Sure. On the Galahide. You does that will that work? Galahide? Huh? Yeah, I've seen it. Let me double check. You've seen it, but I describe an object that is familiar to you. You have you seen it? Yeah, I thought I saw Kyla had it at one point. Oh yeah, she did. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, because I remember it was very distinct like the second time after Ted stole the Ordenhide you were like Kyla shows up and she does not have the Galahide oh okay you were very specific about Mm -hmm. that yep I remember I remember Uh, okay so within a thousand feet you cast locate object nothing nothing okay I'm just gonna sit there quietly You would have had to. This has verbal, somatic, and material. So give me, uh, give me a sleight of hand. Ugh. How far does that reach? Thousand, thousand feet. feet. Okay. Oh, it's not good. Seven. Okay. Um, the moment you cast the spell, Visara looks directly at you and says, "If you're going to be casting spells, please let me know ahead of time." Oh yeah, I'm just checking on. Making sure the staff hasn't found its way here yet. Appreciate it, but please let me know. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah even, definitely. Even though we do have reason to trust your group, we are very secretive. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, When is Nikolai going to be around? I would really love to talk to him personally. If his itinerary holds, he should be back this evening. Wonderful. Uh, right. I look amongst everybody. I'm like, what do we want to do before then? Um, I really don't have anything to do. Do you want to talk to some animals? Go um, shopping? Sylphie actually speaks up. Um, talking to, uh, Visara says, so, uh, can we talk a little bit more about that lich thing? Um, we did we figure out where he is. Like, can't you? Oh, did you tell her that you scribed I... on him? I no, no. Okay, so she's just talking to Visara. She says we know he went to like some place in the middle of a lake with a tower, and he's got kids with him. Like, can we figure out where this is potentially? And Visara Nod says, yes, I, I received a little bit of information from Ona about that. Um, I believe she had some suggestions. She gets up from her desk and pulls a scroll out of a bookshelf and brings it over, uh, spreads it out in front of you, and you see it is a oh. map of the peninsula of Frosthold. Ah. Oh, do you yeah. have a pencil? Um, 
I, I, yes. I actually have been looking at this journal a little bit more thoroughly mm -hmm. over the past week. Um, I'm just going to locate the points on the map. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, she, she helps you because you're not familiar with Frosthold. She helps you figure out where different places are. Uh, and she puts like a dot on each of them. Okay. Um, is there, can I make some sort of check to see if there's like a pattern, if there's like a shape, if it's like in a pentagram or some shit or I don't know. Do you, you connect the dots? Yes. <laughs> connect, connect the, dots, the dots in the order that they were cited. Hold on one or second. something. Yeah. <gasps> to see if it resembles anything. Oh my gosh. There's going to be a thing. <gasps> Taylor's pulling stuff off their stuff. Their stuff. Hold on. You draw lines through it and you slam your fist down. You go, those are ley lines. And then we go yeah, into the, yeah. <laughs> the Ghostbusters music. It's a transmutation circle. Oh, no. Ah! I mean, you're not, you're actually not wrong on the ley lines thing. Oh. oh. Um. So the pattern that you get um is you get two two distinctive patterns and at first looking at it it looks like a mess until you realize it has sort of this strange like almost asterisk shape over a rune um and the rune is the mana's rune which is the uh m rune uh and the uh sort of asterisk shape uh, where all the lines intersect is over uh, over what's marked as a village but doesn't have a name on it. Okay, do we know what this is? And she looks at it, thinks about it for a moment, says, well, it doesn't have too many landmarks nearby. One moment. And she goes and, like, grabs a book, which, which is, like, uh, what are map books called? Atlases. Atlases. Oh, an yes. atlas. Yeah. Um, she she opens up this atlas and starts flipping through pages of Frosthold, um, where you see this entire book has been handwritten, so it looks like somebody actually went and mapped it all out themselves. Jesus. And eventually she gets to this area and she very lightly redraws the lines on it. Um, and she uh, points to the center. Uh, where there is a little town marked as Manas. And oh. a little star says Gungnir Tower. That was the right one. Lauren was right. Is there any um, correlation that might have something to do with Manas, the rune, Manas? Uh, well, uh, depending on the magic user, uh, Manas is used in a few different spells. Uh, Sorry. Let me grab it real quick. I got some more shit. God damn it. He's turning into, he's gonna, is this what it's gonna be? It's gonna be Ghostbusters all over again. I think, yeah. Charge think the so. lines. I had this, this was a shower thought the other day. I was like, fuck, <laughs> he's in Frosthold and Yorka's a Frost God. Oh, fuck. yeah, yeah. He's I would gonna like... try and like, you like, like take him on and become like Vecna and like, uh, like ascend or whatever. Well, you know what the it's really like... fun thing is, is if you turn the M rune on its side, it becomes an E. 
for there, but there what? is an E ring. Oh though. no! For what? I, for a larka. For what? It starts no. with a Y. Oh, it starts with a Y. Yes. <laughs> I thought it's it not E larka. It's ilarka. Well, I thought it was like a short E sound, God like larka. No, it's a soft. It's a Y. Oh, I've been spelling Ilarka. it wrong so much. It's like Ingmir or Inaya. Those are all Y names. Or Yggdrasil. It, yes, yes. True. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because um, you got after me for saying Yggdrasil. Well, yeah. Yeah. Elarka. Um, I hate you. Sorry, I didn't <laughs> fucking know. I don't know how to spell Norse words. Anyway, um, she she explains that uh, Manaz is used in a lot of spells. Uh, basically, the runes that correspond to the letters in the name is some is how some casters like Silas cast spells. So if he were to cast just for fucking example, mass heal, he would use Manas Hagalas, M-H. Mm. Um, this is my personal, like, homebrew form of magic casting, like, stuff. Um, so, I mean, basically any spell that has an M, M. at the start of one of the words uh, could be Major Image, magic could be missile. Meteor Storm, could be Magic Missile, could be, you know, Mighty Fortress, could be Mind Blank, who knows. What are but, really powerful yeah. spells that start with them? <laughs> There's also a lot of very weak spells uh, that start with them. M- yeah. Mass power word kill. I don't think Just, just no. kidding. That's not. That would be <laughs> disgustingly powerful. Wouldn't mm-hmm. it be amazing? You're like, mass power no. word kill. You can choose 12 creatures to do 100 Oh my god. To. That's awful. That would be amazing. I will BRB. I have to use the bathroom again. Okay. Uh, mass heal, mass polymorph, meteor swarm. Um, meteor swarm extends. You can use do it up to a mile. Mass heal. Oh, I already said that. <sighs> Blazing Blaze fire plummet to the ground at four different points in forty foot radius spheres. Ooh. In a 40-foot radius sphere. So I think it's just one. Centered on each point you choose. Never mind. Yeah. Within a mile. 20 D6 fire damage and 20 D6 blood Yeah! Damage. Who can cast this, Sorcerer Nine and Wizard? levels. Oh my yeah. god, I want that fucking spell. That sounds amazing. It's also very environmentally destructive. Well, yeah, but... Gotta kill the gods. Psychic scream. That sounds cool. Ooh, a bard can do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, psychic scream. I want to know what it does. Enchantment. I love bard. when you get into eighth and ninth level spells. There are ones like mind blank that are like even a wish spell can't fuck this right. up. Right. On a each target must make its intelligence save throw. On a failed save, target takes 14 d6 psychic damage and is stunned. On a successful Ugh. save, take half as much damage and is stunned. 14 d6, that's intense. 
Oh, and the stun doesn't go away. They have to save to get out of it. Interesting. What are the ones that you can't get out of? Uh, there's Mind Blank, which even a Wish spell can't undo. Mm -hmm. It specifically says so. Where's Mind um, Blank? I don't see that. I don't know. I'm looking at it on D&D Beyond. Oh, well, I'm looking at a different place because I don't have anything on D&D Beyond. Yeah, D&D, we don't need to uh, own anything on D&D Beyond to access the basic information. Gotcha. But there is certain stuff that you'll need to buy the book for them to let you see it. Wishes the Wishes Sorcerer and Wizard. God, I want to be a wizard so fucking bad, you guys. Anyway, uh, yeah. So that's that's basically what she informs you of, is that it, it could mean a multitude of things, or it could be simply symbolic of the village, um, which is named Manaz. There are a lot of... She does inform you that there are villages in Frosthold named after runes, and Manaz is just one of them. Is there some particular connection that I remember to Alistair and the letter M at all? No. No? Okay. No. Well, as far as you know, like, until very recently, he did not become a powerful spellcaster. Yeah, yeah. Like, even before he was a lich, he didn't really, like, invest time into magic until probably shortly before Sylphie found him again. Yeah. Okay. It's just, it just, no, no questions have been answered. And if they have, then it's just more questions. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Um, but she, uh, she sets the book aside and says, do we have any idea what he's doing at Gunya Tower? As far as Ona and I could find, Gunya Tower used to belong to a fairly powerful wizard uh, in the, I think, in the third era uh, prior to the Calamity, but uh, was left untouched for a very long time. All we know is that he's in that tower studying and there are kids with him hmm. and is this something your group is going to tackle soon possibly depending on what we find here about the staves we are putting a hold on transferring over the rest of the staves uh, three remain yes yeah. The Vox is currently tied up with Kenna. We're aware. Uh, and obviously we don't have the Gala. We're hoping to mm -hmm. get the Gala uh, while we're here and bring it back up to Haven and keep it safe. Um, and then the core is with Senna. Yes. Currently. And we don't know what will happen if we run it down to just the core. Yes. So we are putting an indefinite hold on we 
all of that. We also don't know if we're destroying pieces of Algar or if they're just going back to the core. Either is possible. Well, being that you are here and the Golahide is potentially on its way here, we might have to deal with that sooner rather than later. That's what we're hoping. If we do get a hold of that, I guess we'll run it up to Haven and I guess take care of the Alistair issue. Um, she, she nods and she goes to stand up and you hear a knock on the door behind you guys and she glances up and says, come in. Uh, and the door cracks open and you see a younger tiefling man, uh, dark red skin, sort of stick his head in a little bit and go, uh, madam, the, um, the, uh, what's the, what's the word? The expedition is back. And she nods and looks at all of you and says, well, it seems he's early. So uh, you can either wait here for Nikolai to come see you when he's ready, or if you'd like to ambush him, you could come with me. Uh, we're going to go with you. Okay. What did you say? We're going to go with you. I was going to say we should wait, but okay. Nope. Okay. All right. <laughs> I still have locate object up, so. Oh, okay. okay. Follow me. And she uh, grabs a couple just odd pieces of gear she straps on a quiver and a bow and she leads you guys out um i i oh while we're on the way over i'm gonna lean over to silas and i'm like you don't happen to know any like truth spells do you not in zone of truth because i know that's obvious uh, i don't know if there are any others i don't i don't I know think either. that's the only one that sucks I mean, I mean, if you still had access to his mind reading shit, like that would be one thing. Yeah, that would be convenient. Yeah. I don't know if clerics could do that. Um, I don't think so. No. Inflict oh. wounds. Inflict um, wounds. Such a good spell. Some truth. Speak to dead. Uh, okay, creature. Uh, nope, none of that shit. Okay. You don't. That's fine. Just thought we might be able to get some sort of definitive answer from him. But, I mean, if worse comes to worse, if somebody knows his own truth, then... I I can certainly do that. We'll hold off on... T- we'll hold off on that until we know for sure if he's... I don't know. If we're really suspecting him then we can pull that out. But I don't want to blow our cover. I want to make it seem like we believe him. God damn it, I have the yawns. I'm not tired. Anyway. Um, so, locate object only lasts for 10 minutes. 
So if it if I need to recast it while we're walking, you you will need to recast okay. it. It's a little bit of a hike. Okay. Um, um I'm gonna let her know that I'm gonna recast it at some point. And she she nods. Okay. Just as we're walking through. Okay. Uh, she leads you uh, toward the back of the citadel, uh, back of the castle, where you see uh, underground uh, in sort of the basement level. Uh, she takes you through what is essentially a small prison area. There's nobody being held there at the moment. Um, but she leads you through several locked uh, doors and gates and eventually you reach a square room at the very back of the castle underground that is heavily guarded by a number of people in some pretty hefty but very light looking mithril armor um most of them elven and as she steps in they all stop you guys and even though she is one of the leaders of this guild they uh search all of you and sort of they don't take anything from you but they basically catalog what you have and they take your names and whatnot else they're basically writing down everything uh before they let you go because you are with her um and visara brings you into a tunnel and you see built into the floor of this tunnel is a track and sitting on that track is a set of sort of small cars attached to a steam engine. And it is essentially the world's first subway. Oh. Um, and she steps up to it and says, um, each of you, I believe this can fit two people per car. It's a bit fast, so hold on. Uh, and I'm going to ask her real quick, how how long will it take us to get to where we're going? With this, 10 minutes. I'm going to wait until we're three minutes into the ride, and I'm going <laughs> to cast Locate Object. Are, are these like enclosed cars? Yes, they're all uh, fully enclosed metal cars. They don't how have like... They're, they have like um, a metal like roof over them to deflect like the wind and in case there's any falling rocks, uh, but the sides are open. Okay, because I was going to look over, because I know Silas is claustrophobic. He's so. already uncomfortable just being underground. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll just give his hand a little squeeze and I'm like, it'll be okay, it'll be 10 minutes. I'm fine, I'm fine. Okay. okay. And uh, yeah, you each get into uh, one of the cars and she goes up to the engine and uh, you hear her messing around with it for a second uh, until you just hear this loud hiss and she jumps in a car and like pushes a bar and the whole thing starts moving forward slowly, picking up speed. And you just hear... Oh, chitty chitty bang bang? Yeah. That's literally what's happening here. Um, but it gets faster and faster and faster and faster until you guys are essentially riding faster than you've ever been on a horse. Um, and it is uh, it's cold and windy. Yeah. Dark. And there are there are lights like every hundred feet or so, but it's super dim. 
and Silas is just kind of like, oh god, this is awful. This is like a nightmare. I know it. It'll be okay. Yeah, there's, um, there's no certain way of knowing. No, <laughs> which direction we are going. going. Kid is like screaming that over the way. Yes, the grizzly reaper <laughs> mowing. <laughs> Um, and Silas is just like, oh, this is worse. <laughs> that kid um, would totally fucking do that, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but as promised, about 10 minutes uh, later, uh, she starts slowing it down about 20 seconds away from the end, and it just sort of the whole way. Did um, I did I get a hit the entire time we were going? A hit on locate object. Uh, no. No. Okay. I've still got a few um, minutes left. Okay. But uh, you all get off this little train, and uh, she very uh, guiding the engine along with sort of a a use of the brake and whatnot. She brings it around to the opposite end, so it's facing back the other way along the track. And uh, she shuts it off, and you guys head up a very, very long spiral staircase. Just, just real long. It's really wide and like big, but god damn it, is it long? Because you're literally climbing a mountain, um, mm. the inside of a mountain. This is the worst job. So by the time <laughs> you get to the top, your legs are jelly, mm -hmm. uh, especially with the steep steps. And you uh, come out of the rocky side of uh, one of the smaller mountains and immediately are looking into what I would compare to the forest outside of the place where Eris dies. That oh, sort of okay. foggy, the, um, strange colors, yeah. sun streaming down. The ancients, the ancient forest. The, the forest of the ancients, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with all of these beautiful but overly large birch trees, specifically birch trees they... everywhere. What? Whoa. Because the birch heart. The birch heart. What? Oh, God. Okay. You scared me. I was like, what? What did I? Yes. No. Birch trees are important. But you said very specifically, very yes. specifically birch trees. Yes. As I pointed you with a spoon. <laughs> so world lore, um, oh God. birch trees are considered sacred by the Dalmarig, Maunamar, and basically anybody related to the Balin gods. Because the birch tree was the very first tree ever to be made. What are you giggling about? I just like how you're eating a spoonful of Nutella. I'm always eating. <clears throat> Oh yeah, I just I just haven't like actually eaten like a whole spoonful of Nutella bites. Oh really? <laughs> I guess no. I recently bought a jar of so, Nutella for the first time like ever, mm -hmm. and I understand where Ben's coming from. In, it's great. So what I the reason I do it is because it's not like low calorie or anything, obviously, but it's better than making cookies or a batch of brownies or buying Oreos. It's I just true. have a couple spoonfuls and I'm good. Yeah. yeah, it's sweet enough and chocolatey enough that like it covers everything. So yeah, yeah. And if you have a craving for s'mores, it works pretty well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, but heading through this dense uh, birch forest with 
sun streaming down dappled through the leaves it's actually so beautiful. very beautiful and it's ever so slightly foggy here not as bad as it was uh back at uh, Fjallheim and uh ahead in the mist you can see figures uh and you see a gigantic stone ring uh just looming out of the fog the stargate uh, it is almost as tall as some of the younger birch trees. Mm -hmm. It's probably uh, the inner opening is probably about 30 feet. Mm. Um, and it is ever so slightly set into um, the ground, but it has a, a small like stone staircase leading up to it. And as you get closer to it, it you see... It's literally the fucking Stargate. <laughs> as you get closer to it, you see... I've never seen Stargate, and people keep telling me this. It's literally um, a circle that goes to a different realm with stairs leading up to it. Anyway, it's just made um, you, as you're getting closer and closer, you see looming out of the fog behind it an additional ring, just as big. And then another one after that, and another one until they just fade away into the oh. fall. Jax was here. Yeah. Jax, wild magic surge to the realm gate. Yes. Oh. I forgot about that. Specifically on the Feywild. Yeah, I ended up in the Feywild and I had to jump through like a whole bunch oh, of different no. hoops to get home. I do remember Literally. you going to the Feywild for a hot second. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was remember. horrifying. I almost died. There, there are <laughs> nine stone rings in a row, and you have to go through them all mm -hmm. to get to another realm. Uh, but you see, standing on either side of each ring is a set of guards. Uh, all of wow. them in heavy armor. Um, and you see, patrolling around the place are a number of foresters, uh, who all have are either equipped with attack dogs or attack oh. cats. Oh. Uh, not like small cats, but like lions, like cheetahs. Oh. Ah. So they're fast. Yeah. And fast very cats. bad people to play poker with. Yeah. Because the cheetahs. Yeah. Cute. Very. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Oh, come on. Ash loves stupid shit like that. I know. <laughs> and that's why when you get a head shake like that from me, that means I like it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, so quick question. So the nine realms are... There's not nine realms. There's not? There's like a whole bunch of realms? There's all the basic D&D &D ones, plus all the demi-realms, all the you know, pocket planes, plus all the other shit. There's a lot gotcha. more than nine. Nine realms is either okay. Zack's world or Norse mythology. Okay. Uh, so the realms, mm -hmm. <laughs> is the Demiweir in the Astral Sea? The Demiweir separates, um, separates the material planes from the outer planes uh well it separates the material planes from all of the others um but things that are small enough can just walk right through it yeah i was just the wondering realm gate uh however They're separate the realm gate is known to be able to bypass the demiware um but uh. it is under such strict control that usually nothing can actually get to it 
So if we really wanted to, we could go say hi to all the gods. You could, but that's one dangerous, and two, they will never let you do it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, The gate, uh, Guild of the Gate won't, but um, no, I, so the Realm Gate has some weird rules about it. It could technically be used by lesser gods, like... It could be potentially used by one of the Titan's parents, like Vulir, because she's considered a lesser god. Um, but there are things protecting the realm gate on other ends that are powerful enough to sort of keep them away. Um, things that the gods themselves put in place to keep gods out. Um, and then the realm gate is too small for a major god to use. It cannot contain their power. So while they could use it as a way to start an opening, um, they've put, the Balin gods have put things in place so that they cannot. Okay. Good to know. I have an idea Hmm. that maybe I'll talk to Marin about later. Okay. 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 Uh, so heading toward these stone rings, uh, you see a small group has gathered outside of the first ring, um, and more people are appearing just out of thin air from inside this last ring. Um, you can see some figures coming toward you guys through the rings that as they pass each ring, they become more visible. Um, but as others come through, they just pop in. It doesn't seem to be rhyme nor reason. Um, it's very unpredictable uh but among this group uh one person in particular gets your attention which is a very tall golden dragonborn Um, and he is currently what before as we saw them coming in i'm going to locate object one more time no galahad okay and then continue sorry okay um, you see this golden dragonborn dressed in pretty drab traveling clothes, a lot of, lot of greens and browns to blend in with the Feywild. Um, he's currently speaking with one of the uh, gate guards and sort of marking off people as they come through until he seems to have everybody that he was looking for. Uh, Visara brings you guys up to this group and says, Nico, I have some people looking to meet with you. And uh, Nikolai turns toward you guys. And um, he has this sort of easy air about him. Like his shoulders are relaxed. His um, Everything about him is very comfortable and relaxed, but a little bit serious. Um, and he sort of wades his way out of this crowd of shorter people toward you all. He says... You must be the people dealing with the staves. Yep. The very same. And I hold he... out a... Oh. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I hold out a hand, and I go, Marin Veneer, nice to meet you. And he takes your hand and shakes it, gives you a small bow, which, you know, cuts like a foot off of his seven-foot height. <laughs> he says, I am Nikolai Jungrad. I'm pleased to make your acquaintance. You as well. And you must be Kit. Yes, hello, hi. Yes. 
You are the one who has uh, Nyx, is it? Yep. Hmm. And Flameheart. Yep. Good. And he greets Silas, knows that he has Kaladir, uh, greets Sylphie, um, obviously knows she doesn't have a staff, <laughs> um, says, I was looking forward to meeting you all someday. I did not know it would be so soon. Well, we have heard your name passed around in several different areas, so figured it might be a good uh, idea to... only good things. Uh, I would say so. Do we Make have... a deception check. <laughs> That's not really a deception check. Um... Oh, that was bad. Nine. <laughs> okay. He his brows kind of furrow a little bit, but he smiles, sort of passing it off as you're trying to be polite. Um, and uh, what what else were you saying? Uh, I was just saying, uh, if we could go somewhere privately, I think we would like to talk about that a little bit more. Of course. Um, he looks to his crew who are all staring at all of you, like what's going on says, uh, bring back the samples and materials and whatnot. Uh, I'll be along soon. And they all nod, kind of looking at you guys, untrusting. You can see this is a tight-knit group, and they're like, what the fuck do you want with our guy? Um, and uh, they all just quietly go past, just staring at all of you. Um, but he takes you off to the side where you see uh, there's a number of... Uh, while... You get the idea that the guard is meant to stay on site and like switch out. So they have a number of barracks in the area. Um, and nearby they have uh, a number of camps where people can go to like, you know, cook food, chill out, whatever, between shifts. And he brings you to uh, one small camp area that's not currently being used and sits down and uh, there's already wood stacked nearby, and being that it's pretty cold here, uh, being up so high, he puts a bunch of wood in the center and just breathes a flame into the center, and it catches. And uh, uh, as as he's working, he looks at all of you and says, so, uh, tell me what I can help with. Well, before we all sat down, I would like to look at, I would like to, like, whisper to Kit, did you get a ping on it? No, there's nothing. I'm not getting anything. The only way he could hide it is if he had it in a lead-lined box. Even if it was in a bag of holding? Um, you would not be able to detect it inside of a bag of holding. Yeah, it could be in a bag, too. Okay. Okay, I'll sit down at the... Uh, you said there's, like, a little ring where you can, yeah, like, sit there's, down and stuff? there's, like, a bunch of, like, stump slices that are like turned into Stump chairs slices. Okay. yeah like round pieces of like a trunk yeah stools yeah um okay well i think it's best if we're all honest with each other if you wouldn't mind uh we do have a spell that we can I'll be honest with each other in a zone, if you will. <laughs> Would you be willing to do that? I'm confused. 
we've I, heard about your involvement with the Heidelin cult and we would just yes. like to be sure. Yes, I was born in the cult. My parents were gray, uh, gray cloaks. This is, we're not trying to be too skeptical here, but we've been burned by the cult before. I understand. So if you wouldn't mind if we could cast the spell and all of us will do it. I look around at everyone. All of us will fail. We'll all be telling the truth. All cards on the table. I have nothing to hide. Okay. Silas? Snap. Um, okay. So who who is who's going to roll and who's not? I'm not rolling. I'm going to roll. Okay. <laughs> I won't tell you who's rolling. I mean, you have to. Well, Silas knows. Silas, Silas knows. will know. Oh yeah, he will. Well, yeah. Uh, Silas will voluntarily fail. Um, what's the save? What'd you roll? What's the save? Is it a wisdom uh, check or? Yes, it's wisdom. I believe. Wisdom, uh, sixteen. So. Thorn... I think it's charisma, actually. Thorn of truth, charisma. Yeah. Six. Six. I fail. <laughs> um, Dang, so I have very high, it's maxed out. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, Silas goes through each of you and uh, he confirms that Marin has failed, Kit has failed, mm. Nikolai has failed, Sylphie has succeeded. Um, so oh, he looks fuck. at her. He looks at her. He's like, Sylphie. Do you not want to be part of this? Or she is staring at Nikolai. She says, "Sorry, just sorry. I'll I'll go somewhere else if need be." Okay. Is okay. And um, Nikolai looks at her and says, "You're fine. I'm the one under scrutiny." And Sylphie, kind of embarrassed, Sylphie stays. Um, she, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So first off, Mr. Ulingrod. Yes. Are your, are your allegiances completely to the Guild of the Gate? Yes, they are. You have no desire to assist the Highland cult in any of their endeavors. Only the people that I feel like could do better outside of the cult who do not need to be there. But only, but their goals and their No, their I do ideologies. not, I do not support anything that the cult does. I do not support Olga Heidelin. I certainly do not support the practices of walkers. Are you, know you a walker? No, not to my knowledge. Mm. You really know the one thing to say to me to get me to like you, so. <laughs> All right. Do you, we've been told that the Galahide is on the way here. We're looking to pick it up and bring it up to Haven to keep it safe. It may be on the way here. This is the most likely location for it to come to. It is in Garadal de Thar, somewhere nearby. We're not sure exactly where or whom with. Okay. You... Do you know 
I say you are a white cloak, correct? Yes. Okay. We have information that it's coming to you. If this is true, then I was not informed of it. There may be a reason for that. We learned it from Cynthia Moore. Yeah. She... I would say that she's prone to lying, but she actually is not. She... She likes to give pieces of the truth to confuse people. So I imagine it may be true, but the reason why may not be so obvious. I have not received any recent communication from Kyla about this, so if it is coming to me, it is a surprise. I wonder, it could possibly, hmm, I don't, I wish that people, no, that's not what I, ah, my words. What is happening with my words? Yeah, I was wondering. Brain. <laughs> I wonder if maybe they have found out about your allegiances somehow and well I don't know if that's possible at all but. it I mean anything is possible if they have found out then well it was a good run I don't think you should give up that easily. Oh, I'm not giving up. I'm going to take as many down with me as I possibly can, but you can be assured that when the Hydaelyn cult finds a traitor, they kill them. Sometimes they kill them. Or turn them into a walker, whatever's most yeah. convenient. You would be very convenient. Speaking of which, I didn't ask this to Vasara. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I almost said the Sandra, but I'm oh. like, no, that's mine. Um, uh, yeah, Vasara. Uh, Votek Lucas is dead. Yes. Do we know what's happened to his body? Does the cult have it? Uh, that is not in my wheelhouse, but I can certainly find out. That would be wonderful. What is Kyla's greatest weakness? You think she would let herself have a weakness? She's got to have at least one. I mean, there's got to be something that you've observed. Maybe like a stubborn sense of pride, or we already know that she likes to dispose of people that she doesn't get along with or doesn't find particularly useful. She has tried to dispose of me a few times. She disposed of Thane Molinark and Cynthia Moore at the exact same time. To us. Kyla Urivela. I mean, if I were to assign any sin to her, it would be pride. She sees herself as Olga Heidelin's right hand. Mm. Because so- she is quite clearly the most powerful of the white cloaks uh not only does she lead amnoblin but she unofficially leads harris because it is disparate and shattered and she's beginning to take over in lochminos as well but i would expect nothing less of a lich 
Uh, what? She's a lich? You didn't know she was? She's been alive oh. for 200 years. I just thought that was a dragonborn. But no. She's a druid. She's a druid. Yeah, she yeah she's a druid. She could have timeless body. He says she's a lich. Fucking hell. Okay. Why is everybody suddenly a lich? Liches. Because they're fun. Do we not know what her phylactery is then? No. I have been trying to find that out for most of my life. Whatever it is, it is hidden somewhere where no one else can see it, or maybe it's something that no one would expect. But I've also never seen her defeated, so there's no way to know where she would reappear. Why, if she believes that Olgar Heidelin, if, if she believes that he's her, she's her, she's his right hand, why would she give the Galahide up? She had it attached to her for a while. It is a tool. Perhaps she saw a place that it could be better used. Kyla, while prideful, is not stupid. She recognizes her resources and she uses them efficiently. If it is more efficient to send the Golahide somewhere else, then she will. She she's not a person who will be defeated by defeated by her own hubris. Is there anybody else in the Guild of the Gate that's working for the cult? Um, and he he nods and says, yes, uh, people who are working directly with me, uh, these are people that I grew up with and or people that I freed from the cults. Brainwashing, essentially. We're a very tight-knit small group. More, more than You're- once, Kyla has used a person of no consequence to do the most damage. I'm aware. I was about to ask the same thing. Are you 100% sure that these people are ones that you can trust and that have no love for the cult left? There will always be the smallest amount of doubt because anything can happen. She can threaten one of them with something they care about. But as far as we know, And we do check often to see if anyone has become a walker. If anyone disappears unexpectedly for a while, we check in with them. We do everything we can to account for every step. I do not currently have a suspicion that any of my people are working with the cult outside of keeping up appearances like me. I could be wrong. We have reason to believe that she needs the realm gate. That would stand to reason. She's been thinking about experimenting with the gate for nigh on a century now. I would not be surprised if she rushes that experiment. We have reason to believe the reason that she wants the realm gate. Shut up! No, it's fine. I can't talk well tonight. I don't know why. It's okay. Uh, it's like your brain switched off at like 8.30. It really did. I don't know. Um, 
now I forgot what I was saying. We, um, we have she's reason to, to believe, believe she's that she is <laughs> that Shut she's up. going to use the realm gate to try to summon Alarka. That would be nearly impossible. We, she, now that she knows what we're doing with the staves, she wants to do the same thing, but with an avatar of another god. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And Alarka already has an avatar on Atlaren. Well... The good news is that an avatar cannot do that. They, it is new magic, but the amount of power it must take to transfer one of these staves is more than can come through the demi weir at once. I would suspect that she's looking for perhaps a demigod or a very powerful uh, archdemon or something to tried to get them to help, or perhaps a servant of Ilaka. The know... power of Senna is severely diminished. She is not as godly as you would think. Something, something else can match her. An ancient dragon with magical abilities could match her at this point. Oh no. That's not Wait. to say Phalanx could have. No, I know, but Kyla is a white dragon as well. She's a white she's dragon. She's white dragonborn. Born. No, I know, yeah. I know, but still, that puts her. I don't think that's the same. I don't thing. think Phalanx would do it, but. Um... Phalanx. Um. So, let me let me specify here. Uh, dragon breath is not magic. No, I know. Um, but some ancient dragons. Usually I find more often uh, gold, silver, um, white, or uh, sometimes green dragons to actually learn magic during their lifetime. And if they get far enough, they can match, you know, any human wizard as powerful as they are. Mm -hmm. um, and some like, for example, uh, Raishan or uh, Thor, uh, Thor, Thor, Thordak, Thordak, uh, from Critical Role. Well, no, I don't think he had magic. I think it was just Raishan. Um, they can be powerful enough to do shit like you know traveling planes and mm -hmm. things like that, and give a proper challenge to a minor, like godly figure or major demon. It, it sort of depends. Um, but it would have to be like a super ancient, like level 400 dragon to be able to match that level of power. Yeah. Um, okay. Also, also, at the same time that we're doing this, we are tracking down Alistair Altera. I believe yes. he was affiliated with you all at some point. Uh, yes. Uh, he... Minorly, it was really Wedna Altera who was the oh. uh, the one in charge. He, while he did occasionally make deals and uh, 
sort of trade for services. Alistair never cared for the cult. He got wrapped up in it, but he certainly does not like it. Do you it's know why too... he did it? Just for money purposes? Just for uh, Not just for money, but getting things done. The Hydaelyn cult, I'm sure you can imagine, has infiltrated nearly every large guild, every important power structure in the world. There is someone everywhere. Have you ever met him personally? I believe once, yes. When I think he was a younger man, maybe 20, 25 years ago. Uh, he's also turned himself into a lich. I have heard. And he's currently in Frosthold. Ah. Uh, that seems to be the opposite side of the world where everything is happening. Yeah, it's strange. He's found himself in Gun Gunnear Tower. Gunnear. I. Gun Gunnear. 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 Yeah, going yeah. there. Uh, he's staying there with a handful of children, reading books. Uh, burnt books. Burnt books uh, in a village called Manas. 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 It's a Z uh, on the end. Oh, okay. M-A-N-N-A-Z. Oh, I spelled it right. Manas. Manaz. Okay. Village called Manaz. Uh, Manaz. The, I don't know, Taylor. I'm sorry, okay? I'm Ma fucking... Naz. I said... A village called Menards. <laughs> he just basically says Manaz. Manaz. Fucking Midwesterner. Manaz. Manaz. Thank you. Manaz. My bad. Yeah. Like, like Mana. I'm not doing this on purpose. I know, but I'm not but, trying to be disrespectful. Like, I'm just, I just suck. Like Mana, um, like the magic stuff, but just with the Z on the end. Mm -hmm. Manas. I say it mana. I say mana as well. Yeah, well, you're both wrong. <laughs> okay. He's in that village. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that magically means anything. Like uh, I'm not familiar with Frosthold. Um, I do know the White Cloak from Frosthold, but he is by far the least threatening of the White Cloaks. What is his name? I just had to ask. It's not Kellogg, oh, damn is it? That's uh, what I thought it was going yeah. to be. <laughs> What'd you say? Kellogg. <laughs> it's like, is it Kellogg? <laughs> uh, his name. I have this feeling that Kellogg's not even involved with the cult. He's just completely separate. I don't think he's involved with the cult. I think he's, I don't know. He's like. I think he's, maybe he's one of the Titans. Yeah, or something. like, or He he's just ran like... a millinery. I think he like is a Larka or is like Ooh. yeah. 
but we just don't know like that would be horrifying yeah <laughs> well the thing is is we know he's a warlock do we um because of some of the spells that he did he did some warlock spells so he so maybe his patron is a larka it could be could be what kind of spells did he use do you remember uh he used um it wasn't misty step he used a spell that was like that though where he actually teleported out of the building that we were in like thunderstep kind of like thunderstep and i don't think it did damage to me oh if he went out without doing damage, it was definitely Misty Step. Well, but that's the thing is Misty Step can't take you through objects. I thought he... It can take you anywhere out the you window. can see. Yeah, but he couldn't see it. We were in, in an He was looking space. out a window. Oh, was he? Yeah. Okay, he I might he have just jumped out the window. I'm pretty sure it was Misty Step. I still think he's a warlock because he did an Eldritch. He did like Eldritch Blast or something. We're just going to have to find out. He's a warlock. His patron's Alarka. We figured it out. That's it. Go on. What were you saying? Um, uh, Nikolai tells you that uh, the White Cloak's name is Kirk Faldir. Kirk. That sounds yes. familiar. Why does Faldir sound familiar? Uh, Faldir, I I've think I've made Fal- fun of that name before. <laughs> I'm serious. That's why I remember it, is because I've made fun of it. I'm sure the name, because Faldir is a fairly common elven name in my oh, world. I'm okay. sure it's appeared somewhere. Um, okay. But yeah. Um, he is one of the younger White Cloaks as well. I think he's only maybe 30. Uh, but he's quite content with just keeping his portion to himself. He's surprisingly not really a troublemaker what about this is going to probably turn up nothing as usual we keep asking people no one knows do you know of a man named kellogg a drow yeah that's what i thought he used to own a millinery in port natalie Natalie, i've heard the name before Oh, well. You know, that's more than what we've gotten before. Yeah, so. that's true. He... He's a slave trader, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I swear I've heard Kyla say that name before. I'm sure you have. I'm, I'm afraid I don't know him personally, but I've, I've, I'm certain I've heard her say that name. Okay. I I can try discreetly to see if I can find out something about him. That would be wonderful, actually. Any little bit helps because we know nothing. Just be aware that if you've been asking around about him, I can't probe too far. Otherwise, they're going to start to think something's wrong. No, that's fair. That's understandable. And I will ask my crew as well to see if they know of anything. Um, well, I believe I... that's everything that I had questions about. Most of us failed. What do you? Oh, sound of truth us? would have been gone by now. Oh. Um, okay, it's been more than ten minutes. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. It um, it's been more than ten minutes in real time. 
Yes. Well, if I'm considering this to be a real time conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. If there's anything that you want to ask us with the the veil of truth, like Silas can put it back up. I... Zone of truth. Veil of truth. Zone of truth. I like veil of truth. That's kind of cool. Um, says I. I think that I've proven that I'm fairly trustworthy. Uh, oh no, I I agree. I just was saying if you wanted us to fail again and ask us anything, more than willing to. If I, that'll make you more comfortable. I trust you to tell the truth on your own. Okay. You seem like earnest people. Uh, I am curious as to Why, why you? Why, why are all of you doing this? I don't think any of us set out to do this, but. Because prior to, well, prior to some of you coming in contact with the Sentinels in Erisholm, I had never heard of any of you, except for, of course, Mr. Vanier here. Uh, I'm just curious as to, I guess why you all feel the obligation. It's the right thing to do for one thing. Shut up, Kit. That's fine. For another thing, you know how I'm involved. Yes. That should be reason enough. I honestly wish that we had met sooner. Then maybe I could have saved you all the trouble of uh, staves and tethers. I am almost glad that you didn't meet us sooner. Well, there were some hard lessons that I had to learn. I can respect that, but uh, I would like to extend the offer that should you come across uh, walkers that you need freeing, please let me know. Kyla and I and a few other high-level white cloaks, we know how it's undone. You did? Yes, I was actually the one who discovered how. How do you do it? Uh, well, it takes not a small amount of money and some semi-precious resources. Uh, number of different stones, opals, jade, that sort of thing. Um, and it requires the presence of the puppeteer. Hmm. Uh, but it is possible to untether someone without anyone having to die. It's just expensive. But it is difficult but cheaper to kill the puppeteer, kill the puppet, 
and then untether their souls when they are dead. It really depends on how much you care about traumatizing them. Well, Ethane was our biggest target who was tethered, so... Yes, uh, tethered to... Uh, was it Elaine? Mm -hmm. Yes, Elaine Despar. Mm -hmm. yeah. She is unfortunately a very promising future White Cloak. Lucan, her brother, was under the impression that she didn't have that in her. He is unfortunately wrong. Eventually, almost everyone breaks under Kyla. And there are some who break out of hopelessness. And there are those who break in favor of reward, like Elaine. That's too bad. It is. <sighs> okay. Thankfully, Theric will not be following that path. In fact, he works for me. Good to know. Uh, next time we see Lucan, which we've been to Ansem's workshop several times and I haven't said hi to Lucan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's around. Yeah. He's a cat. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, um, I don't know if anyone else wants to answer that question on why we're doing it. I actually have a question. Um, yes. Has Kyla ever been in contact with Senka? So, yes. Kyla was killed by Sanka. Good to know. As I understand the story, she was a young, hopeful adventurer who went to uh, Keladia City prior to the calamity. And at the time, there was a bit of a, a curse on a portion of the city where Sanka was raising the dead to cause a distraction, essentially. And Kyla was caught up in this, trying to control it. And she and a friend of hers, I don't remember who they were, uh, they were cornered, trapped, and rather than being eaten alive by these undead creatures, the story goes that Sanka saw potential in Kyla and so killed her herself to take her over, essentially turning in her, her into a walker briefly. Uh, but once the calamity came, the connection was severed just by the sheer power of it all. And Kyla was like Kenna and a few other people. She was affected by the calamity in a way that was unexpected. A surge of power. And eventually she became a lich. How is that the reason she became a lich? How does one become a lich? The story is unfortunately 
unclear. But I assume if Kenemak Ambro became a god because of the calamity, it is possible that Kyla Uravela may be some form of lich because of it as well. But this version of the story I know says that she didn't become a lich for another 20 years. I don't know if it's true because it's all secondhand, but I don't know. <sighs> okay. Um, well, I guess first things first, we need to get the gall hide. First things yes. first. I, uh, I can do some careful snooping around to see if I can get an idea of where it is before it gets too close. Uh, it may take time, but... That's fine. In the meantime, you all welcome as uh, both my guest and I assume you met Lady Lise as well. You are certainly welcome here. Well, thank you. You've... This is going a lot better than I thought. I thought we might have to uh, do something about you, but... I was worried when I heard you were on your way that you would not give me the chance to explain. So thank you. There are people who, people whom I love who wouldn't even give me that chance if they knew about this. I'm sorry to hear that. Well, when your family is as affected by the cult as mine, it is understandable. My uh, my children and theirs are, they hate the cult more than anything. Well, hopefully we can work on, if not dismantling them entirely, at least removing a portion of their power. And yes. you're going to be extremely helpful in that. I hope so. Right. Well, Brown, anybody else? Anything else? I don't think so. Okay. All right. Well, um, I already sent my crew back. So if you would all like a lift with me, and he stands up and sort of stretches and walks over to one of the birch trees and splits it open. Oh, there we go. And uh, ushers you all through. Oh god, everybody's a fucking druid. Well, druids are... It's a thing with the Balin gods and the Highland cults. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and they're also arguably technically the most powerful magic class. Easily the most powerful magic class. Yeah, though some of their abilities are what makes them greater, like the timeless body thing mm-hmm. or the the whatever the fuck it's called. Um, it's timeless body, you're right. Yeah, I get it mixed up with uh, there's a monk ability that allows them to be uh, resistant to shit. Um, oh, God, yeah. Ben, I can see your neighbors moving in the background and I just got so freaked out. 
Oh, it, they're actually, so they have friends over and okay. they have a bonfire going. That's why you can see like shifting in the window. Yeah. I was yeah. just like, huh? No, Ghost. no, no, no. Oh, I can see them. Okay. Yeah. No, they're, they're like a solid 40 feet away. Yeah. Um, now I'm going to be distracted. Uh, I didn't even notice until you said something. So I did. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, you all step through and come through a tree in the courtyard of the uh, of the citadel, and uh, Nikolai leads you back in, where uh, you see the evening meal is being set out, and he uh, sort of gestures for you all to help yourselves, and he grabs his own plate. Everything is done very much like potluck buffet style, right? Because it's a lot of fucking people. We're all E. Um, coli. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the food is very good. If a little, if a little uh, bland. Um, oh. What this the is white people. God damn it! This place is in the middle of the mountains. Do you think they can get a ton of like crazy exotic shit up here? Yes. Like on a regular basis? Sure. No. At least a little salt. No, yeah, there's salt. salt. There's little plenty pepper. of salt. There's plenty of salt. There's little plenty pepper. Of pepper. Um, make it spicy. Hey, um, if there's salt and pepper, we're fine. We got this. Yeah. No, there's there's a salt mine near here. They have oh. salt. Um, I know where all the Jesus. mines are. God, I'm a nerd. Uh damn. Ash yeah. just like gulped down that whole fucking glass of water. It was fucking down to here. Yeah, I know. I'm just messing with you. Just um, like open your throat, eat the whole glass. Like a python. <laughs> right. Yeah. I've actually won like contest contests for that before. Oh. For eating things. Being able to drink. Eating Being things? able to drink like super fucking fast. Oh. Mm. Which does not turn out well after like no. two glasses. Yeah, no. then you're just kind of like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. Your stomach hasn't had time to stretch out, and it's just like, Ugh. yeah. One, I think one time in uh, high school, I drank an entire gallon of water at once. No, and I thought my stomach was going to explode. You can literally die from that. You can't yeah. literally die. I learned that that day, uh, but thankfully, I was fine. Um, <laughs> I turned out fine. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, you all get food. Y'all, y'all get your spices, um, and uh, you join in with the rest of the the guild for dinner. Um, the uh, the leaders of the guild, which are small, fairly small council, uh, also come down, and they actually have everybody else get their food first. They don't go first um and Aww. they sort of join each other at their own little table and it's not like a hogwarts style head table it's like a little round table mm. um oh and gosh. they just sort of chill together it's like um, the nights girls. of the round table i was thinking mean girls they're oh. like <laughs> anyway on Wednesdays, Th that's we a novel the round gate that's a novel like a novel yeah. pitch like knights of the round table meets mean girl <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that would be fucking hilarious. Regina George is King Arthur and Oh my god. Yeah. No, Regina George would 100% be Lancelot. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um y'all y'all enjoy your dinner. 
Yeah. And you are eventually shown to uh, rooms within the Citadel instead of the barracks uh, that you can stay in for the night. Okay. You'll have to double up because there's only two, but yeah. Mm. Uh, during dinner, I do want to turn to Sylphie. I just want to be like... It's just scarfing. Yeah. Uh, you want to tell me why you... Do you want to tell me why you wanted to keep up your barriers back there? You didn't trust him either. I failed. I told him that we were going to tell the truth because we needed answers. Yeah, I didn't think Silas was going to call me out. Or are we just... Is that what we do now? We just don't tell each other the truth? We don't start that with me what i'm just i didn't trust him and i didn't want to give him a chance to ask a question that i couldn't lie to if it would give something to kyla i mean what did you think he was going to ask you what were you afraid of giving away i don't know i'm i'm imaginative but not that imaginative sylphie is kellogg yeah yeah <laughs> confirmed uh, <laughs> i don't know what he could have asked but i was just afraid of him finding out anything and then reporting it back to kyla okay okay what nothing i'm just we have to make this group effort here it worked out fine. And if he would have been offended by that, then I would have been suspicious. Well, why wouldn't he have been offended by it? Like, we're making him fail, but then we don't all do it? He had nothing to hide. And supposedly you don't have anything to hide either, so... I don't need to hide, thank you. Like what? I'm, I'm hiding it. You can't ask me that question. Oh my god. I'm your fucking sister. You don't need to yeah. hide anything from me. Not, I'm not hiding anything important, but I don't know. I just didn't trust him. Sorry. Won't won't do it again. It's fine. I just it's fine. I get it. I didn't trust him either, but I knew that if he was going to be shifty about it, then that's the more reason. The more? All the more reason. Yeah. That's all the more reason that he was... I don't even know what I'm fucking saying anymore. I don't know either what you're God. getting at. God, 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 God. If he... I wasn't suspicious because he was willing to do it. He knew that he would have to tell the truth and he knew that it would be an easy giveaway if I said, do you have any sort of affiliation with the the cult or any love for the cult? I don't know. I guess I, I didn't trust him not to twist his answer so that he wouldn't have to lie.
Okay. Well, next time, I guess we'll just have to be a little bit more explicit about what the plan is. It's fine. I'm the one who's being an ass. You weren't. It's fine. It's okay. You can't say I wasn't because I was. I haven't anyway, this steak is great. <clears throat> Kit kind of leans in. He's like, yeah, it def- it's really good, you guys. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we know you're listening the whole time, you noop. I can't help but that my passive perception is 21. <laughs> I don't know why, but ever since ever since Ben said Tara calls Maribel a slut, in his book uh-huh. i just love to use that word the word slut yeah. yeah it's it was really funny actually we, i think she has an entire talk with that horse she's like really you went and got knocked up by some guy and now we have to take care of your high maintenance child like <laughs> kind of thing so is yeah yeah it's funny anyway anyway There's weird noises outside. I don't know what they are. He's the ghosts. No, it kind of sounds like fireworks, but then it sort of doesn't at the same time. Maybe someone's stealing my car. I don't know. Cool. Whatever. <laughs> Insurance will pay for it. Yeah, it's covered. Um, so, yeah. um, as you guys uh, finish up your meals, um, you are welcomed over to the table with the council. Um and you see, uh, you of course see Liz, uh, you see Nikolai, you see Visara, um, and also joining them are two halflings uh, that appear to be twins, one male, one female. Oh God. What? Twins are never fucking good news, you guys, <laughs> ever. I have never read a fantasy book where magical twins of any variety were a good idea. They're halflings. They could still be magical. <laughs> Vex and Vax were fine in Critical Role. Yeah, were they? Were they? I though? mean, they were did save they? the world. <laughs> yeah, but at what fucking cost? Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, well, yeah. obviously, at the cost of one of them, but. Spoilers. It's been like three years. Yeah, it's I been know. forever. <laughs> um, but yeah. Spoiler uh, alert, we went, landed on the moon in the 60s, P.S. you guys. The two... Uh, it's not the same thing at all. <laughs> two, well, I mean, it is to a kid. That's a Well, kid. What, what kids are watching this right now? I hope none, because I clearly mark this thing as no children. Yeah. Adult. Yeah. But uh, if you are, welcome, one, two, stay away from drugs, Stay at least through high school, um, and uh, be sure to drink your protein. Well, no, drink a lot of water. Yes, that because I I recently learned that one of the effects of dehydration is that your brain pulls away from your skull. So drink water, and then it rattles around, and you can hear it. <laughs> yeah, and you'll give yourself a fucking yeah. concussion. That's shake, what happened shake, to me shake, this whole episode. Your, I didn't drink enough water. Anyway, brain's just shut the two halflings the two halflings are chitter chattering away 
Oh. Um, is whereas that their names? Nikolai, what? Is that their name? Chitter, <laughs> Chitter and, Chatter. and Chatter. No, their names are Olsa and Barrett. Uh, oh, okay. That's not as fun. Yeah. yeah, that's not nearly as fun. Their names. Uh, but uh, they're just chattering back and forth, whereas Nikolai is sort of quietly talking with uh, uh, Lise, and then Visara is just sort of almost keeping watch. Like, she never... She never seems to just fucking relax. Um, but yeah, as you guys are brought over by the uh, a couple members of the guild, uh, extra chairs are put at the table for you. And uh, both of the halflings like stop and look at you guys. And they just seem excited. Yo. They're definitely the youngest leaders here. Um, the male halfling who has been introduced as Barrett uh, is in pieces of what would be a heavy suit of armor, but he's got some of it off. And then uh, Olsa is uh, dressed in fairly nice clothes, uh, but there's also a uh, an apron hanging off her chair that is covered in like small burns and like uh, patches that it looks like she's some sort of artisan. Um, but uh, as you sit down, uh, Barrett almost immediately uh, next to uh, Marin just sticks a hand out. He's like, "How you doing there? I'm Barrett." Oh, God. nice to meet you. I'm Marin. I got to be the classic halfling. Um, <laughs> says so. I heard your crew is uh, helping us out with uh, some any motions toward Nikolai. He says this mm-hmm. for some uh, some problems, or we're helping you more specifically. Yeah, we're all helping each other. Perfect. Big old circle of help. Uh, Big old circle circle. uh, So just so everybody's (laughs) aware of everyone and what they do, um, says, uh, this is my sister, Olsa. She's uh, sort of the lead of basically all the craftsmen here. We make all our own gear for the most part. Uh, He says, Visara is the head of the chasers. Says, uh, Nikolai is sort of our uh, diplomat of sorts. uh, Ambassador, if you will. Uh, Lady Lees is, of course, our fearless leader, for now. Uh, and he sort of says that with a smirk and Lees rolls her eyes. Um, he says, and I'm the head of the actual gate guard. Oh. Well, maybe I should go around and introduce all of us and what we do. Well, I mean, oh. we already all know who you are. I mean, your reputation sort of precedes you. Well, actually, so this is Kit. He does weird dog things and walks through trees. Yeah. Uh, the uh, um, High Elder Master Super Druid, was it? Yeah, you're almost, that's the most of it, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I heard something like that. Yeah, high, are... the High Master Elder Druid of the Desert Clan. Yes, of the yeah. desert clan. Yeah, yes. that's important. <laughs> well, it is a pleasure to make your acquaintance, Elder. Ah, uh, yes, it is. Indeed. Indeed. Hello. <laughs> so, as of course, we have uh, the uh, starting to get a little bit famous amongst some circles, Miss Marin Veneer. Mrs. Oh, God. Marin Veneer, pardon. Ah, uh, Miss, Mrs., whatever. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't. I don't like the famous thing. How famous am I? Well, I mean, amongst the guilds and sentinels and, and Haven, and I mean, and your name's starting to get amongst the caskers too. They know who you are. Oh boy, I don't like so, that. So I wouldn't say famous, but known. Mm. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Mister Veneer Silas, and uh, Silas smiles and nods. 
And uh, Barrett does not address him as a king or anything. He just calls him Mr. Veneer, um, which Silas seems pretty cool with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he looks to Sylphie, says, however, you're the one that I know the least about. You're uh, Sylphie Veneer, yes? And Sylphie nods, says, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm a little sister. And Barrett chuckles. He says, well, looking at that hammer you got on your hips there, you're probably a little bit more than just the little bit, uh, the little sister. And she shrugs, says, I'm getting better with it. Better. You're scary with that already. Thank you. And Barrett kind of chuckles. He's like, I would like to see that. And Sylvie's like, sure, why not? We can go work off dinner or something. And he's like, yes, yes, absolutely. Um, but flirting. anyway, before we hurry. <laughs> can I insight <laughs> check? Was that flirting? <laughs> Go ahead. Never really pictured Sylphie going for a halfling, but right. Yeah, well, uh, a halfling can get in all those hard to reach places. Oh my God. <laughs> Not me. Wow. Not my... Not mine. Not mine. <laughs> Holy Not my shit. places, but <laughs> Sylphie's places, sure. <laughs> oh my god, 24. <laughs> I'm sorry, did you roll a 24? Yes. Yeah, I rolled 24. Oh yeah, that was hardcore flirting. Oh, hey. <laughs> I kind of lean. Sylphie, Sylphie seems entertained. Mm. Mm. I'm going to lean over to Sylphie and be like, make sure you use protection. And then we shut up. Okay, what? Hmm? Everybody's just looking at each other, like, what is happening? Um, Nothing. But um, uh, Lee's uh, cuts in. She says, "I'm sure uh, you're all welcome to stick around here for as long as you need, while we get some more information for you, of course." Um, and uh, I'm sure we'll all get to know each other. And she sort of looks at Barrett and he's just smiling at Selfie, just big, handsome, charming grin. And she's just like, oh my God. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Huh. Don't want bull, but this halfling dude that you just met, yeah. <laughs> well, that's because she built a relationship with Bull. No, I know, yeah. I know. This is just sex. It's not like. Maybe. We'll see. Well, she wants People Ziggler. can flirt without sleeping nope. together. No. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Maybe Kit can't, but if you flirt, Sophie therefore can. you must sleep. Well, Sophie. he didn't, he didn't flirt with Carol, so or he didn't sleep with Carol. Uh, not uh, yet. You didn't have time to. That's I why. didn't have time. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, d- nobody knows about the messages I sent him late at night on the message scroll. Draw little Just... wieners in the corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Medieval dick pics. Yep. Yeah, I was yep. about to say you're just like sexting, but yeah. like I you know how people do rubbings of like stones? That's what you're doing but with your body parts. <laughs> oh, I don't like that. <laughs> that's gotta be painful. Oh that's gotta be that's gotta hurt. Oh, it probably does, but uh it's the only way I can think to do it. You could just like write like erotic. What if you dip shit. your entire dick in charcoal and then smacked it on the and page? And then just like, <laughs> <laughs> like 
like rolled it like a like a a fingerprint. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. a big old dick print. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Jesus. You could I'm sure you could do that with your butt too. Oh yeah. That seems yeah. easier. It does seem a lot easier. <laughs> hey Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going far with the hard to reach nah. places. Mm. Mm-mm. Anyway, um, anything else you guys want to talk to these folks about before dinner is over? Mm, I don't think so. Sorry, I'm just picturing what it would look like now. <laughs> to like, it'd be like photocopying your butt. No, yeah, but the thing yeah. is, is like the way your butt is shaped, and then if you put <laughs> if you put a dick in the middle of it, it's kind of going to look like an elephant. Yeah. yeah. Why would you? How would you put a dick in the middle of it? If you sat on the page, and then and then put just like it? thunked it down. Have you ever seen a man sit down before? Because their butt and their penis usually touches the floor at the same time. Well, yeah, but like. Not like the whole thing. Well, no, that's why you kind of, you just like thunk it real fast to get the, oh, the print on there. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so it looks like an elephant. And then you get the thing and you're like, why did someone send me a picture of a woman <laughs> elephant? Yeah, I get the balls in there too. So they know it's like, no, this is. <laughs> Those are the eyeballs on the elephant. Just like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of them is bigger than the other. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit lower. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Sorry. I'm just gonna draw a quick sketch of that in my book and uh, leave. <laughs> Anything else you guys want to talk to these people about? I'm good. Okay. So as uh, as dinner is cleaned up, uh, Sylphie and Barrett go outside to beat the shit out of each other in one way or another. Um, oh, yeah, it looks like an elephant. <laughs> I had to draw it to find out. You're on this for like, <laughs> we've been on this for like 10 minutes. Sorry, continue. It's okay. Sylphie and Barrett just went outside to have sex. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. First, first beat the shit out of each other, then beat the shit out of each other. Um, and uh, what does what does Madden do? What does Marin do? Uh, what would Marin do? What would Marin do? WWMD. Um, that sounds like a website. Does WebMD? Yeah, mm-hmm. it does sound like WebMD. Huh? I was thinking um, you said WMD, and I was like weapons of mass destruction. Uh, at the end I of said it. WWMD. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, I don't know. There's really not... Oh, wait, what did I want to do? There was somebody who... There was like a, a, a epiphany that I had in the middle of like talking to people and I was like, shit, I was going to do this thing and then I forgot. You know, you really need to write down your epiphanies. I have, I actually have been writing a lot of notes and this was like, these four were like the start, like before we even started playing. So I've been- No, well, a thing, a thing that I, oh Jesus. Uh, (laughs) A thing that I recently learned uh, for either potentially having ADHD or something similar is that 
shit will sit in your head and bother you until like you do something about it or distract you but if you keep like a little notepad and just like write it down super fast it'll usually go away um yeah yeah well i remember i remember what i wanted to do yeah oh yeah, god yeah yeah okay <clears throat> i am going to write another letter mm-hmm. i'm gonna send it to senna Ooh. uh Ooh. i will just say like i hope that you're feeling better and are starting to recover and stuff like that what <laughs> Get I do well genuinely, soon. I do genuinely hope that she is like yeah. feeling a little bit better. Best wishes, warmest regards. <clears throat> warmest regards. Um, I want to ask her then. I spoke to Cynthia Moore, and she said that you two had a deal to get that pocket watch from the Greenhall Sea. What was that deal? And is there something more about the pocket watch that you have told me before? Um, Send it off. Okay. Um, the reply <laughs> takes a little while to get back to you. Um, but when it does, it is in beautiful script, if a little bit shaky. Um, and uh, she basically tells you she essentially it's like i'm gonna be honest with you i feel like fucking hell um but she she's honest and says she she's getting a little bit better with each day but she's not doing very well um but she follows that up by saying she is sort of using her time waiting to help uh sort of control the spread of the overgrowth staff um and trying to keep that in check while they figure out how exactly they're going to, you know, replace the box tied with something else or get Kenna out or whatever. Um, she, uh, she does admit to the deal with Cynthia and says that uh, the deal they made was previous to her contact with you and you convincing her to help. Um, and it essentially was that Senna would start pulling strings and uh, essentially get Justine uh, engaged to the Prince of Othedriel, either by pretending to be people and getting it pushed through or taking over somebody and making them say yes, anything to do that. Um, and... Uh, that was going to happen as soon as Cynthia delivered the pocket watch, but she was never able to get anyone close enough to get it uh, because of course it was being defended. And uh, most of the people that tried to retrieve it got too close to the Gaithahide and were therefore subsequently eaten by a serpent named Zerode. Yeah. Oops. Or destroyed by Sermir. <coughs> Um, did she say anything about if she knew, uh, more about the pocket watch and its abilities? Um, she explains to you that it does have the ability to cause a local time freeze, essentially. Um, but that is the only ability she currently knows about. 
Okay. Uh, I think I'll leave it at that. Okay. I think I have anything else that. What's Kit going to do? Um. You guys don't have to do something. We can just go through the night. No, I know. Uh, I don't think I have any. Oh, I did want to pull Marin aside hmm. um, to someplace like very private. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, you guys can use one of the rooms you were given. Given that's about <laughs> the most private you're going to be able to find. Uh, so while Nikolai was talking about the realm gates, I had a thought. Okay. Um, Tal Danos told me that when a god is injured, they're taken to the astral sea to mm -hmm. allow them the time they need to recuperate. But something as powerful as a god can't pass through the realm gates because of the demiware. But mm -hmm. Senna is so broken at this point. We could maybe send her through the realm gate to the astral sea. Would that be possible? I don't know, but it might. The other part is I don't know if we can send her through while she still has the core or yeah. if we should. I... Well, if she still has the core, if we if we take it out of her, she'll probably die. That's I just I don't know if it's a good way to move it beyond and also rescue her at the same time. I, I don't Are know. you suggesting so you're suggesting keeping it with her? Possibly. Essentially sending it off to the Astral Sea with her so that they can't come back? I don't know. I don't know if that's possible. I wish I could ask Kenna. Yeah. Because we don't know if Algar's soul is going back to the core. If it is it would effectively banish Algar to the Astral Sea where someone could potentially tap into him and maybe yeah. use it to get back. But at the same time, if things on the other side of the Demiweir can't get back, then if we could send it through, even if they got a hold of it, it could never come back. And once Senna starts to recuperate, she can't come <coughs> back anyway. I don't know if it'll work for Olgar. He's a demigod. He's not a god. The demiur won't. Maybe. Won't hold him back. He might. Well, because he wanted to use the staves to break the demiur, but I don't know if he could go through or not. I think that's a little too close. I think if he wants to use the staves to break it and then we bring the remaining saves to it, that seems a little too. I guess I wasn't sure if he'd be able to break it from that side because if if the demiweir could be broken from that side, the gods would have already done it. Yeah. Because there are real gods over there. So if we get him beyond the demiweir, is he powerless? 
No, because he can still pass through it. Because even lesser gods can pass through it. And he's not even a full god. The the, the reason I thought about it is because Nikolai said that they're... that lesser gods can pass through it, but they're not... He said there was basically like a power cap that'll stop them from coming through, and I'm not sure if Algar exceeds that or not. I don't... I don't think he does. But if we have the core here or the core there, either way, it's a danger. I'd, I just don't I know mean... if it would be worth it to try to save her and then maybe her husband can find her in the astral sea again that is a nice thought i just don't think it would work uh one one thing that i did want to say mm-hmm. um so the realms uh i use a particular map for uh, how the realms are laid out from Matt Lawrence's perspective, and um, the so the material, the prime material plane is in the center, mm-hmm. and then the uh, ethereal realm exists parallel. So do the Shadowfell and the Feywild, um, though they are considered outside of the Demi Weir. Um, the Demiware essentially exists around uh, the prime material plane um, and separates okay. it from, you know, the plane of air, the plane of fire, the astral sea, Elysium, aka, uh, what's it called? AKA Arborea. Um, oh, okay. And like, Sorry, no. Arborea is uh, Olympus. They're they're the same, um, but um, the demi weir essentially keeps uh, just reiterating keeps overly powerful creatures from passing into the prime material plane. Mm-hmm. Um, the Feywild is easier to get through to uh, because it is a reflection of the material plane. Same goes for the Shadowfell. Uh, but they are still separated. Um, the Astral Sea is the most easily accessible because it is just so fucking big. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I guess there's not a specific power cap necessarily, but anything more powerful than like an ancient dragon will get near to that power cap. So like a weak lesser god can get through. Um but like Asmodeus would definitely never be able to get through unless he destroyed the demiware. Would it Kit know is it possible for say like a god or a Titan on our plane to walk through the demiware into the other ones but then not be able to come back? You do not know. Okay. I I think we could push her through and nothing could come back. It's everything we're doing is a long shot, but it removing the core from the material plane may 
take it out of the game. And it would take Algar with it. Or he could succeed. And he could destroy the Demiware if he was given the opportunity. He's definitely going to do that if we leave him here. Well, if we leave him here, we have a chance of destroying him eventually. Maybe. Maybe. I... I'm not saying that we're ready for that. We're definitely not. Yeah. Do we know if Algar was a match for an ancient dragon? A match? Oh, like make a challenge? Yeah, was there any stories Uh, of him defeating anything like that? Well, I mean, he fought against titans and lived. And they're fully fledged gods. Um, it It is known that he never necessarily won. A battle with god because that's not uh, what he was trying to do yeah um most of his battles were with tall dunost because he had to access each like piece of her power that she was upholding for her cousins mm-hmm. um but uh he never he never lost nor won he basically fought until he could activate the power that he needed and then he would run gotcha but he would hold out for a fairly respectable amount of time against her. I will... I might ask Taldonost about this. Just to see if she knows anything. Okay. Because if um, we if we can banish him beyond the Demiware without having to fight him... I mean, that would be great, but then also he and Senna would be still one. Until she gained her power back, she might be able to dispel him herself. It's true, but if we are damaging his soul, too, while with what we're doing, then he'll get more powerful as well. He could overtake her. It's possible. I. It's all, we have no idea what we're doing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> That's just the tagline of this entire campaign. Yeah, what the fuck are we much. doing? <laughs> um, All of I, this is an accident. I, I feel okay-ish with leaving the other staves here now that they've been transferred. But I don't... I don't know how I feel about leaving him or Senna here she should have been beyond the gate a long time ago she should have yeah and this may be her only chance because she's always been too powerful to go through the gate but now she's hardly there We may, if she transfers the other two, we may have to pass her through the gate unconscious. I remember what I said about, like, let's think one step ahead. Well, that's, I'm leaving that up to you. You're taking care of the next step, and I'm taking care of this step in ten steps. God. (laughs) You've got our itinerary. You know what we're doing next. Yeah. I'll kill whoever you need me to kill-ish. And then good we'll, to know. We'll we'll continue on. Okay. But I'll uh I'll talk to Teldonost and see what she has to say. Or I'll talk to Ted if Ted ever answers me again. 
Do I really hear Ted? No. no. Oh. <laughs> I'll say, this will be about the fucking time that a demigod shows up at fucking the realm gate and everybody loses their damn mind. <laughs> Make a dexterity check. Seriously? Yes. <laughs> Why not? Oh, it's bad. Um, uh oh. Dex. Eight. Okay. Um, Marin, you see this happen, but it happens behind Kit. So he doesn't see it coming. Um, but you both hear a quiet, like, pop, almost like the pop of, like, a fireplace. And suddenly Kit just gets thrown to the fucking ground as an entire other person just a, it, it just what? apparates out of nowhere and sort of like steadies themselves. Oh no. Hold on one second. <gasps> what? Who is this? Does Who Ted have it? a body finally? Hold on. He's not goose no more. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, it is a beautiful. Of course. Uh, nondescript gender uh-huh uh seemingly masculine but unsure uh drow <sighs> with long white hair in a braid uh a very loose braid uh in an open yeah. chest uh sort of robe with a black uh silk sash around their waist long sort of trailing ends of the robe and dark trousers and they're just like catch themselves and they're just they look around like wide-eyed did it work i i hold my gun out i'm like who the fuck are you hey pretty lady ted hi it's me i uh he I'm just laying on the floor and I'm like, he pulls can you out. please get off me? He's not standing on you. Oh, okay. They're, they're not standing on you. <laughs> oh. But he pulls out a white goose feather. He says, it's me. I'll put my gun down. I'll I'll run over to them and give them give them hug. Yeah, you, they hug you. I, I'm, you know, fuck it. Just go with Heath. That's what we've been doing the whole time. I'll do. I'll do they. It's fine. They they don't have a preferred. I can learn pronoun. <laughs> <laughs> Fearin is like is the titan of death. Death has no gender. <laughs> but I mean, they that's just fair. they just yeah. hug you. They just hug you like real tight. They're super fucking tall. Like seven feet tall, like oh. slim and like super lean and just this beautiful, like dark, warm gray skin. And uh they just hug you real tight and they're like, look, look. I fixed it. I see. Oh, you and he looks at Kit and like picks you back up and like uh, lifts you. you off your feet and then oh, sets God. you down. It's like you fixed it. Thank you. I you're well you fixed it. How did I fix it? Yes, I found Huron. Oh. All right. Uh is that she why me. is that why the volcano's erupting? Uh maybe. It's unclear. Oh. Cool. I, we are I working. You're, you're just as helpful <laughs> as you were. No, we, we are, we are working on that problem. Uh, no it, Anyway, hi, hello. Hi, it's me. Uh, we were we were just talking about you a little bit. 
Uh, well, I assume you talk about me fairly often. It seems like you do. He does. Well, I mean, how often do you meet? A, I mean, a goose. <laughs> I mean, I would talk about it fairly often if I met a talking goose. Yeah, it's a little odd. It's my favorite story to tell people. It is. <laughs> Everybody is confused. Yeah, and he he's just like all smiles. Like this is the the emotion you could never get from Ted because he couldn't emote properly. Mm-hmm. But he's like huge, like beautiful, handsome grin. Like he he like talks with his hands, and mm-hmm. um, I'm just gonna switch back and forth between he and they. I, it doesn't matter. That's fine. He goes um, with he they pronouns. That's fine. Yeah, he I, she too. It's all fine. Yeah. Um, they're they're gender queer. Um. Okay. But, uh, yeah, uh, Firin just takes each of you, like, by one hand and says, thank you. Yeah. I, really, I, I'm, I don't have everything back yet. But I have more than I had before I knew you. You should. Thank you. I'm getting fucking emotional. (laughs) (laughs) Who's? I, uh, you should thank Taldanast if you can ever see her. We, uh, we just uh, got back from visiting her. We, we've taken over our mantles again. Oh, good. That she'll be so happy about that because she looks, she she looks tired. Yes, very. Uh, And uh, we have visited our, our other cousins, and we are becoming proper titans again. I am still missing hundreds of years, but years, but uh, I have more. I have Huron. I have my partner. And that's all I wanted. Oh my God. Would you, would you like to meet her? Sure. And he, he turns sort of toward the space where he came from. He says, you don't have to hide. They'll love you. And you see just, again, apparating out of nowhere, um, a similarly tall <clears throat> woman in uh, some badass fucking armor. Uh, I'll oh, bring yeah, her yeah, up yeah. In on the thing, too. Ooh. Uh, with a long sort of like, uh, most of the hair braided on one side, the rest in this long fringe, uh, just decked out. Which you would probably not expect for the Titan of Life. Um, but she steps through, has this very, she has a confident sort of stance about her, but also sort of unsure as she steps forward. Almost like this is all new to her again, which since she's been hiding for over a millennium, it probably is. Um, and she steps through, looks between the two of you and says your kit mm, yeah and i only know you as pretty lady <laughs> and uh and uh Fearin says uh, this is this is marin marin veneer she's uh she and her sister used to feed me when they were small and Huron <laughs> just like that's so weird. Sylphie, Sylphie is still convinced that you're a duck. She will not listen to us. Yeah, that's, that's adorable. 
And she steps forward and she just straight up hugs you, Marin, mm. and just gives you a gentle but firm squeeze, just says, thank you. And yeah. she turns toward Kit and says, am I allowed to hug you? Yes, especially since I'm the one who actually did all of this. So yeah, you can, you can and hug She me. steps up and hugs you too. <laughs> She says, I know you're the one who made the connection, but... Thank you, Marin, for doing jack nothing for these I people. I fed them bread. And uh, Fearin says, she she was there to help you the whole time. Yeah, you would not right. You would not be here if not for her. I don't know about that. I just... Um, so... I think I would listen to the Titan before I would listen to yeah. the... The high super elder druid. Super crazy, and, um, amazing druid boy. Huron is just like, oh, I get it. I get it now. I uh-huh. get it. Uh-huh. And she looks at Fearin, who's just all smiles. And she's like, I see why you like them. Yeah, it's hard not to like us. Uh, so what do you guys... What did... What do y'all do now? What do you... Well, I've, as Fearon said, we've taken up our mantles again. So we're back to balancing life and death, essentially. Hmm. Uh, was it was it out of balance? Well, oh, Taldanast no, was, was yeah, taking yeah. care of it, but things can get out of balance fairly easily when there's only one person looking after things. Uh, So we're just making it easier, essentially. Um, And then soon, and she looks at Firin, says, we need to get you back to your, or at least get you to visit your mother because she she needs help with uh, the weaving again. And I guess I'd I'd better visit my uh, my dad and my uncles and my grandfather. Um, we've sort of been MIA for a long, long time. I, I have a couple of questions for you guys that I don't know if you'll be able to answer, but we need we need some help. Yes. Um, what? You're the god. You're the titans of life and death. What? Mm-hmm. What do you know about how to destroy a lich? And uh, Huron, or maybe finding a phylactery. Uh, Huron sort of she shifts her weight to one hip and like sort of thinks about it for a minute. Says, "Well." That's not really my area of expertise. That's more Firin's. Um, and Firin nods and says, well, uh, liches, uh, essentially, they spit in the face of death. So they are my uh, sort of area. Or Ursan's, and he sort of motions toward Hirin. Uh Hirin being Ursan's granddaughter, mm. um, says uh, they... Uh, they're very difficult to track, and especially their phylacteries, uh, because obviously they do not want them to be found. Uh, but they're usually hidden as something mundane, something that you would not expect, something easy to miss. The best way to find them is really 
see where the lich has gone or maybe even the place that they avoid and go there and start looking for powerful magic signatures. Some liches will uh, obsessively check on their phylacteries. Others will not go anywhere near them so that they do not draw attention to them. I assume you're speaking of Alistair. No, actually. What are you speaking of? Kyla Uruvela. Oh. Well, that would be and more... You've, the... you've seen her before. Yes, I have. She was not happy. No, she's still she's still very unhappy. I think she's I... been unhappy for like two to three hundred years. I deeply hate her. Deeply. She knew who I was. Oh. I actually side note, while we were uh while we were talking earlier, I came across a note that said Kyla recognized Ted. And I was oh. like, fuck, I did not know what that meant way back when. But yeah, continue. Sorry. <laughs> the few times that I plan anything. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, uh he says she knew who I was. I, a long time ago, I tried to seek people to help me before I lost all of my memories. She was one of the ones that I tried to ask. Oh. And knowing who I was, she refused. So I hate her. Because, okay. I could have found Huron uh, a hundred years earlier, if not for her. Not to mention the fact that she actively tried to hide who I was. Mm -hmm. So I do not have a good history with her. So anything I can do to help you destroy her, I'd be happy to. Um, well, we're... we are also looking to destroy Alistair. Yes, him yes. and him too. I don't know if you know anything additional about him or his phylactery Kellogg. Uh, I remember you asking about this Kellogg and Something about him disturbs me. Nobody seems to know who he is. No. I even asked Huron on the off chance that she might know. She has never heard anything about him. I... We have been planning to potentially go find more of our family, uh, the other Titans who are still here and hiding, and see if they know anything that can help you. After what you've done for me, I will do anything I can. Do you... You were the one who gave me the the piece of stone with the eel on it, right? Yes. Wait, no, Senna gave that to you. Senna gave it to me, okay. Yeah. So, I did talk to Taldanast and have confirmed that the eel that I saw in Greenhall guarding the Gaithahide or watching it was an avatar of Alarka. And he looks at Huron and she says, I'm gone. And she takes off. She just disappears. Oh. He says, she's going to go tell Sermir. Oh, okay. Cool. Good to know. Um, Taldanas did say that all four of them are out. They're no longer cursed or locked away anymore. 
Wait, all four of what? All four of the 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 four the four horsemen of the apocalypse, the four that hung out. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, like uh, the Stionics. Stionics and, oh, and all and those Dion. guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The <laughs> so the actual four horsemen are Ursan and his three sons. Oh. Um, but the four horsemen sort of thing is also used for those yeah. four as well. Um. So she did. They're say sort that... of competing four horsemen. She did say um, that all of them have escaped their bombs. Wait. No, there's a reason that they're both called Four Horsemen. Hold on. I have a lore thing from like six years ago. Okay. Um. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, I'm clever. Okay. So the reason that they both have Four Horsemen things is because each of the Reapers... Uh, are the opposite to each of the dissolution enemies. So Ursan is Ilarka's match. Banning is... I don't know which of the three is linked to whom, but they sort of clash together. Um, so the four horsemen of the Balin are the saviors of yeah. those four elements. So war, pestilence, hunger, so on and so forth. Um that's why. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so we've Taldana said that the four of them are out and running around and it is possible that Kyla wants to use one of them for to transfer the staves. Well, they cannot come through the Demiweir. They can't, but she can take the stave through the realm gate. Oh. Yeah, it's weird how nobody has thought of that this entire time. Well, it, mm, the guild of the gate is usually so good at protecting the gate that it is usually not considered a, uh, a weak point. I have a very good feeling that Kyla is not going to have a problem getting through them. That is well, if, if she had that, she wouldn't have a problem with it. Why hasn't she gotten it up until now, then? I don't know. Rest for time? I think she's... I think she's spent this entire time trying to figure out what... She's spent this whole time trying to gather the staves to break the Demi-Weir. Just like Algar wanted to. But we just gave her a new way to make a big problem. <laughs> Yeah, previously she didn't know that she needed or that she could mm -hmm. uh, take it outside and bind it to, yeah. you know, herself or whomever. We um, inadvertently yeah. gave her a new solution. Yes. Yeah. Stress. Um, but the the talk is that she's between what cindy moore told us and what taldanas has told us it seems that she wants to bind it in some way that has something to do with alarka this is unsettling yes it is um so beyond that uh I'm, I also have a very weird question about the realm yes. gate. Um, you know about Senna and how weak she is right now. Yes. 
Do you think Senna would fit through the realm gate? Oh, I would have no doubt in her current state. Now, my second question, since you're a little more closely connected to the gods. Um, once, uh, yeah. once someone powerful is on the other side, could they come back? Or destroy mm. the Demiware from the other side? No. Okay. Uh, Titans who are here cannot leave. Gods outside cannot come in. Okay. Uh, I'm fairly certain that uh, if someone were to go through Ascend, they would not be able to come back. Now, my question is, is that if all of Algar Heidelin is trapped in the core staff and it's still within Senna and we send her through, if he's released, he won't be able to come back, will he? It would depend on how powerful he turns out to be. Okay. That's the... That's the weird part that we're not sure about. Because I have no doubt once he's on the other side, someone will want to set him free. Well, if he... It... Hmm. It's a they would have to idea. take the core staff from Senna, I would assume, and take his soul out of it for him to be released. I'm not no. sure how that would happen. I'm not sure either, but Taldanas told me that most gods who are injured are taken to the Astral Sea to recover. Yes. And Senna is injured beyond reason at this point. Yes. She warned me that if we, if Senna does die this time, she will be broken forever. She will not come back. That is unfortunately very possible. And I wanted to spare her, if possible, even if yeah. it costs us the core. Because the, the core is the key to the Demiware. Well, if she gets beyond the Demiware, perhaps we can find someone on our side to remove the core safely. That's what I was thinking. If her family or something is on the other side that could help her. Talon might be able to. Or Atlaren, her sister. Atlaren would be a good choice, too. Because uh, I know Talon has been injured in the past. I don't know if he's fully recovered, but Atlaren is fine. Uh, for the most part, yes. All of the gods have incurred some wounds over time, and especially in the dissolution. But mm -hmm. the most powerful among us still remains Atlaren. Do you know how I can contact Atlaren? Uh, I can try to reach out, but can I think you, the one... Hmm? Can you take me to... Can you take me somewhere and back real quick? Where? Uh, I need to go to... Ray, where Ren is, Ren. Ralden. Ralden. I need to go to Ralden. That is in Arborea. Yes. I don't think I can do that now. Oh, you could while you were a goose, but now you can't? Yes, because my power was diminished. Oh. I cannot uh, travel so freely anymore. Okay. 
around this world I can. I can go anywhere I please, but through realms, no. I mean, Kit, we're at the realm gate. That's true. Well, but the realm gate will take you to the realm gate in Arborea, which is which not is the same place like as Ralden. forever away from Ralden. Um, yeah, uh, actually, they're technically not even in the same like area. Ralden is a pocket of Arborea. Okay. Well, you could so, travel by tree back to the place that we went to, and then. Can you travel by tree okay. in Arborea? No, like right outside oh, to, of yes. the okay. place and then pop in through the, the gate that we That's went true. through. Well, yeah. Ted, do you know what it means when <laughs> Atlaren leaves you? He still calls you Ted. Yeah. Do you know I what like it means thing. when Atlaren leaves you a leaf? You got the leaf. Well, I did, but I gave it to my brother because he's dedicated to Atlaren. Uh, well, it, it, it can mean a number of things, but one of them means... when I talked to her. What did you speak to her about? Oh, I don't remember. It was so long ago. I was asking for advice on how to, I think, how to... It was... Get right the staves, be- or... No, it was right before... We had our showdown with Alistair. Was it? It was like right before then. I think you were asking for like some sort of protection or something like that. I probably was. Let me uh, check my notes when the the leaf came in. Yeah, because you were still a cleric. You used. Yeah, I was still a cleric for sure. Um, I did not go back far enough. That would have been around episode twelve. Wait, wrong journal. Deliver Ambro. Was after Ambro? Sydney and Wedna. Leaf from Matt Lauren. Um, episode twenty-eight. Uh, Wait, what? Or adventure twenty-eight. Um, set game. The game twenty-eight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm. so that was around the time. Yeah, she gave me a leaf to Atlaren on 28. That was when Clay... Yes, that's when Clay died and I brought him back. Yeah, that was the episode Cry Havoc. Uh, number 12. And then, yeah, and then the, and then I went and got the staff. So, Corsair... I'm pretty sure you were asking, like, can you protect me somehow? Because, like, yeah. that's it, what Sylphie did with Taldanas yeah. during that. It that makes was- sense because the, the items I have written down are, like, potions and diamonds and stuff. So I was, and I had prepped, like, resurrection, not, or yeah. revivify. I was getting ready to save people. Um yeah, yeah, I think she she told you something along the lines of she couldn't interfere directly, but she did give you the leaf, which you never found out anything about it. Nope, um, I just gave it to Ren. But uh, Firin Ted uh, says it could be a number of things, and uh, if you have never tried to use it, it's sort of situational if I understand her gifts. Like, it'll change what it does based on what I need? I think so. Okay. 
like the natural world, her mm -hmm. gifts are very fickle. Okay. That might be... That is why Taldanast is her granddaughter. That might be useful. If we can get Atlaren to help us after Senna does the last two, maybe well, on the other side she can destroy... She can bring or remove him from her. We... I... I can still speak with, well, I can speak with them again. I can speak with my family and see if they can help. It. We can never directly interfere with the affairs of mortals. It is a limitation. And of course we're not omnipotent, but we can, we can interfere with our own. Okay. So if you send Senna through, we will take care of her like the family that she is. I would like to return her as whole as I can. And I will try to help you as best I can, being that I can actually be here. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I think... It is the least I owe you. Uh, I think that might be something that we can do if she can still... We're trying to give her some time to recover, but we've still got two more two more staves to transfer. The only place a god can recover is in the Astral Sea, or in their own home plane. And I do not know that I could get her all the way to her home plane, but the Astral Sea is definitely doable. If all else fails, we can find two bags of holding and put one in the other and just send her through that way. Is that where they go? Is the Astral Sea? Yep. If you put a, a portable hole or a bag of holding into another, it will open a temporary uh, gate to the Astral Sea and suck everything in. That is not a bad idea. It's a really bad idea no, in most contexts. Well, no, but what I mean is that, so I know planar shift. Mm -hmm. if, that is also a possibility. If I were to, well, I don't have anything from the Astral Sea to shift me to there, but... Do you I, need something from the Astral Sea? I mean, technically I would need, like, an attuned metal rod from yes, the you Astral need Sea. Yes, you need a tuning fork. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. I may be able to figure out how to get that for you. I mean, that would probably be a lot safer than ripping yes. a hole in the the realm but yes. you know i'm willing to try something at least once and uh, let me well i need to talk to well i need to tell my mother i'm alive she'll should, probably like to know that you should probably do that yes yes but she i mean she is the one of the two lore keepers she if she has access to things like tuning forks, or if anyone has access to thing like things like tuning forks, it would be her. She's the lore keeper? Well, I am the lore keeper, but oh, okay. she is she has been the lore keeper while I've been away. And she was the one who is the original weaver. Hmm. She she will always be the weaver. It is her uh it is her calling as a god. But I'm supposed to help her, and I have not been able to for thousands of years. Okay. 
Would she know who created Kyla? I mean, she knows ev- almost everything. If she does not know it, she can maybe look back. We'd love to know about Kellogg and Kyla. And I'll share. What? Meow. Xena started to find her voice. It's real Aww. cute. It's sweet little shadow lady. Hmm. A little shadow warrior. Yeah. Um, anyway, <clears throat> I love her so much. Um, mm. Titan, on the other hand. <laughs> Problem child. I love them differently. Um, <laughs> Titan's like my my crazy extrovert boy. Xena's my little, my little introvert warrior princess. No. Shadow girl. Anyway. Uh, uh, I do walk up to Firin and I say, um, Yes. I'm sorry about rejecting your your gift <laughs> uh i am not i'm not offended i'm not sorry I, yeah i know you're not sorry I'm i understand super high druid whale uh-huh. <laughs> and uh Fearin puts a hand on your shoulder he says i understand you've not had the best uh, track record with gods titans yeah that sort of thing and uh i would like you to know that one i'm not offended two the offer is still on the table if you ever need help i did not expect you to serve me that is not the relationship here we are friends and third i'm going to kick my cousin's ass for you which one dolthea good yes he deserves it. Uh, it it remains for you not as a pact, but as support. There is. I've been thinking about it lately. I. We need to be stronger. If we need, if we're going to defeat Alarka and. And Olgar. I I don't know if there's anything that you can do to give me at least a little bit of a boost. Oh my god, I just had a realization. What? Dolthair's not the titan of death. Farin is. Yeah. Yeah. Kaladir is part of Farin, not Dolthair. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. God damn it. Retcon that entire conversation. Yeah. yeah. Silas. Oh, well. Whoops. Well, Whoops. no, that would kind of make sense, though, because Silas doesn't know about Fearin. Silas still believes that Fearin is gone. That's true. Yeah. Maybe. He, he could be under the impression that he's the Well, I mean, Dulthair did pick up part of Fearin's work. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say retcon it to say that Dulthair is in control of death. Okay. okay. Along with Taldanast. Um, gotcha. Whoops. Not anymore. Uh, if there's anything that you can do about that, just a little something. Uh, I, I can, I can try. I, I, I'm sure you've heard this from told on us before, but we have other things that sap our power. Uh, but being that she does not have so much on her plate anymore and being that this is my usual occupation. 
we should have more free to be able to support you, being that this affects all of us. Trust me when I say you have gotten the attention of the Balin Pantheon. We know what you are doing, and we want to help. Mm, yeah, that's I don't like that, but I mean, thank I you. I know, that sounds scary, <laughs> but I thought I should just say it outright. I just don't. Ugh, all this attention, apparently, we're just known everywhere. Yeah. Well, you're, you're dealing with someone who wanted to ascend to godhood and is in contact with one of the most powerful en enemy gods that we've ever dealt with. Yeah. If you need that all in context, uh, or all in focus, rather, um, you are, what you're doing is important to us. And while many of us cannot help directly, we can at least guide you in the right directions. But as for me personally, I would like to talk to Silas. Because I believe he has a piece of me that I need to meet. Yes, he I'll does. go get him. Thank you. I'll run off to go find him. Okay. Um, uh, Fearin stays because they don't want everybody to like see a fucking Titan wandering through the place. Um, but uh, eventually, uh, Kit, while you're in there and you're just sort of chattering with them. Uh, Hiran reappears and steps through this like split. Um, she says, "Okay, so." Oh God. Uh, Sermir's not happy, but she's on the same page. Uh, she's looking for that eel. He has apparently disappeared. Ah. Um, and I think you ought to know she did specifically mention that a statue went missing. <gasps> no. <laughs> Jesus, guys. <laughs> what? Do you mean the, the statue of Sanka? Was it a statue of Sanka? Yes. Oh. Has everything in Greenhall floated to the bottom now? It wasn't that way before. Oh my god, now they have the pocket watch too. Ooh, okay, yeah, dude. well, I'm not there, but... You got, so, <laughs> there, Sanka had Talon's pocket watch. Talon. Talon. Talon's pocket watch that freezes time. I'll That's... be right back. And she disappears again. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, and Fear is just like, this sounds very bad. That, I don't know. So when I went down there the first time, I didn't go anywhere near that statue because <laughs> I was... just vibrating. Yeah. Because I was horrified that if I touched it, Sanka would come back to life. Oh. You knew what it fucking was. Fucking Kyla... Was like, hey, Alerka, like, let me down there. And he's you know like, what? oh, okay, sure. You know what I think? Friend. What? I think Sanka's statue is Kyla's phylactery. Oh, <laughs> shit, that makes fucking sense, though. Because fucking sense. it was in the most protected place in the world. And... So Sanka was Kyla's 
tether and then the calamity blew everything up and if it turned kyla into a lich then her soul stayed behind still tethered to sanka i bet kyla i bet kyla knew that and uh-huh. was like was teaming that's up with alarka to get it, it. Yeah, no, Alarka was watching it to keep it I safe. I know. That's why I'm saying, like, Kylo is like, hey, my phylactery is down there. You want to help a brother out so that I can, yeah. like, get it and everything like Which that? Which means she's known and had access to the Gate the Hide for who knows how long. They could have taken it at any time, but she's just biding her time because she knew where it was. Uh, I'm going to look at Firin and be like, um, so... You mentioned Kyla might have a phylactery, or she does. Likely, yes. Some place where she would never go. Uh, yes. She was also once tethered to Sanka. Yeah, I think I see where you're going with this. It is possible that that statue was under guard by Alarka because that's her phylactery. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard Ted say fuck before. Ted said fuck! <laughs> <laughs> You're um, hilarious. Oh. And I don't know how much power is still left in Sanka. And on top of that, um, Kenna isn't here to do anything about it anymore because she's locked nice. in an eternal battle with Algar. And Alarka's watching them, so I can't talk to her. It's just very bad. Yeah, yeah, it just keeps getting worse, weirdly. Um, And about this time, Marin returns with Silas, who wasn't too far away. And uh, as you guys step in, Firin says, "Uh, we have a potential new problem. New problem, you guys. What did you break? I was gone for five minutes. Uh, The eel and the statue are gone. Sanka statue is gone with the pocket watch and then I also may have just realized that if Kyla was tethered to Sanka that that might be her phylactery that fucking bitch and Silas is just like what have I missed here? Okay. Uh, Who is this? I will guide Silas forward and take Fearin's hand and I will join them together and I will be like, Silas, this is Ted, a.k.a. Fearin. Apparently, uh, you have part of him and in them inside of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and Fearin, Fearin just all smiles, even though worried. It's just like, hello. <laughs> Everything's going to shit. Um, uh, and uh, Silas is like Fearin, God of Death, Silas, wannabe God of Death. Yeah, Welcome. but as uh, as you put their hands together, there is a slight like that comes out of Silas's oh. like wrist where the triangle is, and suddenly this adorable little like smoky wisp appears, uh, just oh. constantly just billowing this like foggy smoky like trail and it just zips toward Firin and clings to their chest and Firin <laughs> reaches up and like cradles them and just just smiles and uh silas says oh Reunited. well it's not dulcer this was the goose 
This was the goose. This this is the goose. This is the goose. Yeah. And he just looks up at Fearin, and Fearin's just smiling down at this little wisp and speaking to it in uh, primordial. And um, are, are y'all going to believe just... me about the fish now? Now that yeah. the goose is real, is the fish also real now? Or... What so was the I've met oh, Maz. Maz. Yeah. 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 And uh, uh, Fearin says, Yes, the, the fish is my uncle. Oh, your uncle's a dragon? Uh, I have a few dragons in my family. This oh. whole conversation would well, make I mean, no sense. Dolthar <laughs> is his son, so is Nomira. So of course I believe in the fish. The fish is real. Well, not you. I was talking about Silas and everybody else on this planet. Nobody ever wants to believe me. I've seen the fish recently. Good lord. Good lord. Good God. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, Firin brings the, the wisp down in both their hands and says, so you named her Keladir. I like this name. It's very pretty. And uh, Silas kind of smiles, like kind of, he's, he's reacting to this like, it's like meeting your girlfriend's dad. It's so weird. Um, but it's, it's, it's weird. It's a weird it's, it's fucking relationship. But um, Firin sort of lets Keladir go. And neither of you have seen Keladir in the Wisp form yet. Um, but lets it go back and uh, puts a hand on Silas's shoulder and, shoulder and says, I think you and I could have a conversation about maybe unlocking some more of her abilities for you, being that I'm here now and I can do that. And Silas nods, looks at Marin, like what is happening? Um, yeah, says, oh, oh, okay, I, I'm sorry, I'm just a bit overwhelmed. You're a, you're a Titan? And Fearn nods, big smile, and Silas is like, I don't understand anything that's happening right now. Yeah. Kieran just chuckles and says, it's all chaos. None of it makes any sense. It never did and it never will. I mean, fair. Uh, so when's Kieran getting back now that so we can hear what Saramir has to say about like who took Oh my god, it. all this shit. Well, uh, so, uh, yeah, Suramir's fucking pissed. So Yeah, I wonder why. Because someone snuck into her arena and stole some shit right out from under her nose. How does that happen? Uh, well. It is surprisingly I did it. uncommon. Yeah. Well, you had told Donos to help. Yeah. That's true, that's true. Uh, but she might have a Larka's help, so like... Yes, that is what I'm thinking. Or, God forbid, someone else around here is powerful enough to hide that activity. Um, well, oh, here she comes. And uh, about that moment, Kieran steps through again and is followed by... The most ripped woman. Oh my god, there are three <laughs> titans in this room right now. 
who is taller than both of them. Not only is she ripped, she has like a strong woman body. So like, it's not just like Arnold Schwarzenegger muscle. It is like, uh, what is that strongman competition level of body? Just huge. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, but as she steps through, she has, uh, she has, uh, what is, what does Surveyor look like? Hold on. Uh, wait, am I describing the correct one? I don't remember. She uh, looked like fish. She looked like a fish. <laughs> uh, we have goose, we have Got warrior, portraits. and we have fish. Yep. Sir Mirror. Yep, no, I've got her right. Um, she's just fucking huge. She also has big hair. Uh, oh, hold on, I'll get her. I'll it's get her. On the the oh, she's got like taffiti hair. Kind of, yeah. 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 But huge woman, not as slim as this woman, but she does have the sort of uh, traditional, uh, what would be in this world, Dalmaric like face paint, Um, very Dalmaric like style clothing, Um, sleeveless sort of tunic on uh, trousers, no shoes. Um, But she is just huge um and as she steps through with exactly this woman's uh expression just straight faced uh comes in to look down at all of you and looks at kit hi hello why why are you looking at me like that nice to meet you (sighs) i just don't know what i'm going to do with you why me? Meddling. <laughs> I didn't do anything. Anyway. I and keep she, figuring it out. She turns uh, toward Firin and Huron and says, what do I need to say here? Shut up, Titan. <laughs> Titans are talking. <laughs> um, and uh, Huron says, tell them tell them about the, the, the statue and the eel. And Sirmir nods and says, They were taken, without my knowledge, for the most part. Mm -hmm. The only reason I found out was about 10 minutes later, one of my watchers came and told me that some sort of shark creature came and picked them up. Shark creature. A white shark. Oh, no. Titan, get down. Get that. Does that Get sound down. familiar yeah. at all? Uh, well, sharks are one of the favorite animals of Toldonost, um, but hers usually have spiral and stripe patterns on them. Uh, white is also a commonly used color among anything to do with the cold or uh, air. Is it... It's also possible that the eel could have changed shape. But That's true, but if the Larka could have done that, like, why wouldn't he have beforehand? Many things have been changing in the past year or so. Perhaps it was a backup plan. We... And so everything in green hall has now descended to the bottom of the ocean yes and is beginning to rot 
That means the pocket watch is with it. Yeah. So you, <clears throat> I'm assuming you knew about the pocket watch. Yes. Okay. It was why I didn't want you there, including the Gaithahide. Yep. Um, well, you'll be happy to know that the Gaithahide is no longer in the running. I'm aware. Uh, but... You gave it to an idiot. Um, <laughs> and, I mean, you're not incorrect. Uh, no, I'm not. Oh, wow. Okay, she's intense. Whew, you guys. Um... So, <laughs> and Farron's just smiling in the background, like I miss this. Uh, uh, she. So, we also may think that that statue might have been <laughs> Kyla Uruvela's phylactery. That makes so much sense. Uh, Farron says in the background, and Sermir says, "Yeah, that's what I was about to say too." Um, and actually, Shit. Senna has been trying to get that pocket watch for years, but we... I know. We weren't going to take it, but uh, um, now it's okay. gone anyway, so well, I wasn't going to take it. I was, but... Oh, I don't know that, though. Um, yeah, so we were planning to leave it there, but the uh, if Kyla gets that pocket watch breaking into the realm gate isn't going to be a problem anymore because nobody will be able to stop her <laughs> which means when was the statue taken um it would have been what about a day ago oh she okay. she can teleport almost anywhere, but if she's coming to the realm gate the old-fashioned way to avoid being detected, she could be here now. She could have already been here and we wouldn't even know. And the three titans look at each other. And Sermir sighs, says... People would just leave things where they are. These things wouldn't happen. And Huron rolls her eyes and says, shut up. <laughs> Quit complaining and do something for once. And she uh, turns to all of you, says, I know I don't have that much room to talk, but at least I communicate with the outside world. Anyway, we need to find at least this pocket watch, it is, something tells me that it's more than we know. That is I definitely well. think that too. And wherever the pocket watch is, that statue is going to be because it's inside the statue. Okay. That statue needs to be destroyed. Yes. It won't be easy to destroy, I don't imagine, especially if Kyla's had who knows how long to reinforce it. Mm -hmm. But... And then um, you guys hear a knock on the door. Who is it? Pizza? I don't know. You hear Sylphie. Oh. <laughs> 
Um, Come in. And she opens the door and stops. No, please come in quickly and shut the door, please. And she she steps in and closes the door behind her. She's like, what kind of weird orgy is this? Uh, Uh, The weirdest. The primordial kind. I will give her a very quick rundown. Well, as as you're about to explain it to her, Fearon just walks up and hugs her. And Sylvie's like, "Uh, um, um, um. And uh, Fearon just says, hello, Sylvie. It is so nice to see you again. And she's like, uh, did we date? (laughs) What's happening? And Fearon pulls back and shows her the goose feather like he showed you guys. And she's like, oh, no. Why did you have to? Why did you have to be hot? I fixed the goose. <laughs> oh, we're screaming at the cat. Get out! Get out! Oh my god! Get off the counter! <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, she just looks up at them and they they just smile. So and they say, uh, "This is this is my my partner Kieran, and uh, this is our cousin Sotmi." And Sylvie just looks among the three of them is like, nope, no, mm-mm, nope, no gods, nope. And she walks out. Okay. Oh, oh okay. All that right. Fast. Uh, well, and Fearon's just like, oh, okay, fine. She's, she's going through going something. Through I, I know, I know. And he, uh, they look at uh, Sir Mir and Huron uh, and say, she's been through a lot. She... I don't think she really means to be rude. And uh, they both shrug because they don't care. Who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, they're titans. Um, but and God, now he's got the zoomies. Jesus. <laughs> um, but uh... what was that? Oh, he knocked into the the fan. Okay. Mm. Um. Anyway, yes. What do you? What are we doing? Um. Kitty. Well, we need to find Kitty. <laughs> I see his ears. Yeah, yeah you just see his ears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Kitty. cute. Um, Kitty. Yeah. So, um, do you guys have any way to track this statue? And Sermir. Uh, half nods and says I do uh, I'm familiar enough with it that I can maybe find out roughly where it is without giving away the fact that I'm hunting for it if we can find that before it gets to Kyla that is the most opportune I'm sure it's already there <sighs> we want to uh, get to it before it gets here that too yeah Sermir Sermir nods and says, well, do any of you have the ability to scry? I can potentially assist. I didn't sit down. I didn't prepare it, though. That's fine. Oh, okay. All right. (laughs) You gotta god juice me up. I got got some god juice. Um. (laughs) Which, after watching watching the magicians, is a weird thing to say. Um, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Yuck. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, I guess I can. Yeah, mark try... mark off the spell slot for scrying. Okay, fifth level. Um, and uh, she she basically like shoves you into a chair and uh, puts her 
puts a hand on your shoulder and the other like on your forehead and helps you focus in. Oh, this just gentle. gigantic fucking woman. Please um, be gentle. Oh my gosh. You you're you're fine. But as you focus in. Yeah, I'm trying to focus. Um the statue gets a saving throw. Not the statue per se. Ah. There, there's there's other things at work. Um ah. but uh I am actually fails. intimately familiar with it too, so that's good. You are. Uh so is she, which is why she's helping you. That's but true. thanks For to sure. that, uh normally it would have saved, but thanks to her uh famili- familiarity, uh you do manage to scry on it. And uh your vision is it's not like before where Maz helped you out as the representative of your patron. Uh, in this uh, particular instance, your vision is actually sort of pulled back. And for a moment, you're looking at the back of your head and at Sermir, and oh. she looks directly at you before your vision is tugged downward and disappears into the darkness of the earth. And you feel movement and you feel yourself pushing through stone and just sort of weaving back and forth until eventually your vision shoots upward out of the ground in the middle of a heavy pine forest on a sloping hill. And uh, you see not very far away, some very familiar snow-capped mountains. And as your vision turns downward, Uh, it begins to follow a cart going along a small path being drawn by a couple of uh, what would be referred to as northern drakes, Um, the the big-ass cat lizard things, Um, but they have, like, bits of fur around their body. They're made for the cold. Um, And that cart is being driven by a person who looks kind of similar to Lucan or at least what he lo- used to look like um a woman with uh, auburn hair damn it elaine yay uh and you also see sort of out of the corner of the sensor um you can only focus on the statue which is currently uh covered uh in the wagon and wrapped up so that it's uh sort of cushioned you do see things flying in the distance, watching over this. But it's just sort of trundling along. Kyla's not there? Nope. Can I... It appears to just be Elaine and her watchers. From the sky. Um, Can I, based on the direction of the mountains, can I gather an idea of what side of the realm gate they're on if they're coming from the south or coming from the west uh make a survival check oh good because this is like naturey shit jesus christ uh 15 uh based on where uh the sun is because the sun is currently going down um it is behind where they're coming from so they're approaching from the west uh the southwest um in fact the sun is currently obscured behind some of the mountains 
So you can guess, uh, just because you're a fairly naturey person, they may be somewhere around here. Um, hang on, can you let me pull that up? Can you click that again? Okay, so they're okay, okay, okay. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just sure. No, just I got sure. it. I got it. I'm just like, they're like one day out. Uh, with a cart going through foothills, maybe one and a half. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm Are gonna you... take I'm gonna take a good look at Elaine, mm -hmm. and just so I can get familiar with her. So if I need to scry on her again, I can. Mm -hmm. She she does look similar to uh, Lucan, um, obviously with auburn like long straight hair instead. Uh, she is uh, I believe half sun elf like him. Um, and she is maybe in her late 20s, early 30s. Um, okay. Even though she's wearing traveler's clothing, her clothing is very prim and proper and like nothing is out of place. And she's just sort of driving with perfect posture, just focused ahead. Okay. Anything there, else happened during that time? Not during that 10 minutes, no. Okay. Uh, our question. So if Kit were to, in this scenario, like focus on a tree and get really familiar with that tree, would he be able to cast to, uh, Ooh, travel via plants? That's interesting. Based on previous rulings by DMs I respect, it is possible with a very good perception check. Can I try to do that? Is that yes. too meta gaming? No, you okay. can do it. I'll okay. let you. All right, I'll make a perception check. I assume Marin is there. Like, do you see a tree? Yeah, right. yeah. Focus on a tree. Oh no. Focus on a tree. Uh, perception twenty. Twenty. Yeah. Uh, with Sermir's help, I'll give you an additional five. So, yeah, you pick out a tree, a large tree that they pass by. Okay. And you know it well enough to teleport there. I, I'll snap back. Um, they are, Elaine Despar is on the way here, Lucan's sister, with it in a cart. And they are a day out. And if you want, I can teleport us there right now. I just need a tree. Should we do it right now? You have used spells. I'm, I should be fine. And if we want to grab Nikolai, we can go. Or if any of the other guards of the gate want to go, but we need to hit them before they can activate that pocket watch. Okay. All right. Titan. Get down. I'll look around. I'll look at Silas and I'm like, you. we should go. Let's yeah. go. Um, right. I'll look at Fearin. I'll be like, can you gather a couple of people? Is that a thing? How do you mean? Like, I need Nikolai and... I'm good. I was about to say, I'm uh, writing, I'm jotting down a quick note. 
to oh, Nikolai yeah. and just say like we have to go right now. Uh, we have a big problem. I'll explain on the way. Bring as many competent people as you can. Yes, Send meet us. Um, meet us at that that courtyard with the tree. Meet us in the courtyard with the tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. It's gone. Um, and Fearon says, "I, I can." I can't interfere dire directly, but I can come with you to make sure that uh, maybe we can keep a few uh, prying eyes off of you. That would be great. That'd be great. If you have any way to stop the pocket watch from going off. I can try. It is, okay. I'm a Titan, not uh, not an elder god. No, that's fair. It is Talon's creation. I can try. I can okay. try. Let's go. Yes. All right. Um, and as you step out the door, uh, Fearin turns invisible. Oh, thanks, uh, Mirror. Bye. Yeah, she takes off the other way. Um, <clears throat> but uh, you guys head out and run down to the courtyard, to the tray. To the tray. Um, the and uh, Silas briefly splits off to go get Sylphie. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Don't forget about her. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and down down in the courtyard, uh, you see uh, Nikolai, and uh, he brings three other people with him. Um, and you, as he as you get there, you hear him uh, quite very quietly explaining to them what's happening. And uh, they do not appear to be Highland cult members. He didn't want to bring more people that could be recognized. Okay. Good idea. Um, I was about to say I'll just briefly explain like why we gotta go like right now and stuff, but yeah. Uh but he is ready the moment you guys are. Okay. So right. this tree that we're going to pop out of, we're probably going to be a little bit behind them. Yeah, we're gonna right? have to run to catch up. Okay. Do we wanna try and be stealthy about this? We probably should be so that they can't set off the pocket watch to stop us. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just Elaine and... Elaine and two northern drakes that are taking the car. And something is watching them from the sky, like something flying, but I don't know what it is. Okay. I um, think it might just be some sort of animal that's keeping tabs on them. Yeah, it's probably... Kyla is probably doing some sort of monitoring, making sure that it gets there okay. Yeah. So that might be a problem. That might mean she'll pop in. But Fearin's supposed to be helping us with that. So okay. Hopefully they'll keep prying eyes off of us. Yeah. Are you ready? Sure. All right, let's yep. go. Travel via plants. Slash. Slash. Uh. <laughs> uh. BSU. Uh, cut a portal into the tree and you all jump through and that's where we'll pick up next week. Oh god, oh god, oh god. Oh god. It's already almost midnight. Yeah. yeah I know. It's like, like you can't do a whole fight right now. I want to keep going, but yeah, it's, it's midnight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And next time, I'll bring out the classic old road map. Yay. Yay! The Yay. Winnie the Pooh map. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes. Well, we'll leave it there. Got a lot done yeah, in that we did. one. Jesus. 
That three fucking titans all at once. That's I love that every time we meet a god, we're just like, oh, BT dubs this happen, and they're like, I'll be right back, and then they come back with them, and you're like, oh, but by the way, we were just talking, and this possibly also, and they're like, oh my fucking god, and then they come back with another one. <laughs> they're they're just damage control. Yeah. yeah. Uh, poor Sylvie, she won't get her whole night with uh, Barrett. Oh. Aww. So much for those nooks and crannies. <laughs> God. Well, I've uh, still got my werewolf. I've still got my uh, my wild shapes. I prepped. There we go. I prepped some fun spells. So like. Yeah. Actually, there's a really fun one that I prepped that might be cool to hit them with right off the bat, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. When okay. I when I looked at those drakes, did they look like they could fly? Drakes don't have wings. Can't fly. That's why they're called drakes and not dragons. Gotcha. Gotcha. And they're not wyverns either. They drakes can't fly. They're like giant horse-sized lizard cats. That was a lot of animal descriptors, <laughs> but I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, they're they look like a dragon without wings. And they got furry bits. They got like a furry like mane and they've like fur tufts on their <laughs> on their uh their on, their, on their elbows and like on their tails and they they've got like um they've got furry and, bits. Yeah. And horns and that shit. I'm sure they have fur on their bits. <laughs> Like that'd be oh. the one place you'd want to put it. Well, yeah. I mean, I it's guess. Cold down there. Especially if you're running at seventy miles per hour. Can they go that fast? Yes. I hope they not have the ability. The that fast. They have the ability to accelerate up to the speed of a cheetah. Wow. But they have similarly limited lung capacity because of it. Hmm. Um. Yeah. All right. Well, take us out. Um, okay, well, thank you for joining us for another eight-hour session. It was only six hours and 40 it minutes. It was an eight hours. Wait. Mine says, mine says six hours and 40 minutes. Six I hours, have an yes. actual timer on the stream. Anyway, um, yes, thank you for joining <laughs> us. You can find us on Twitter uh, at Lauren ADV Co. And uh, I've been trying to post more shit and more stuff to interact with. So please do. Like if you see a question tweeted or anything like that, talk to us because I'm looking for inspiration. Um, and uh, our VODs and podcasts go up on Wednesdays, uh, give or take, depending on how late I realize. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, join us next Saturday, 5 p.m. Eastern. I will say ahead of time that the weekend of June 19th, we will not be streaming because I will not be here. Oh, okay. I would be in Curtis. Oh, up north. In a cabin in the woods, uh -huh. having a bonfire and visiting waterfalls with my friend. 
Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I need to make a character that does that. Yeah, this is like Lord Arl- Arnold. Oh my God. No, he's a little less. Uh... Anyway. Um, yeah. So uh, that that'll that'll do it for the the, the AA coach yet. Astrid, tell us about your beautiful self. Hello. I'm Astrid. Indeed, uh, you are. Yeah, I my brain doesn't work tonight. Haha. <laughs> uh, you do can I need find Jewishville for you. No, it's fine. I you can find me places everywhere, almost everywhere at Astrid K Writes or on my website astridnight.com. This I don't know. <laughs> no, it's not. It's just me moving my hands. Um astridnight.com. I don't know why I did that. Like you're gonna edit in something. You're not. Uh also so I I am writing a book. It's uh based on DD. It's pretty neat. I also I have another thing that I'm working on. Uh, I am part of an anthology collection called Tales from the Year Between, uh, Volume 3, with Skullgate Media that you can find on Twitter. Uh, We are starting a Kickstarter on the 24th uh, for this volume. So if you'd like to pay me for, uh, for writing a story about pirates uh check it out and you can get a free copy of the book well not a free copy because you pay for it but you know what i mean (laughs) yeah (laughs) wow you can get a reward for a contribution yeah that was very laura bailey and like merchandise (laughs) did you did you even give like your your handle yeah i did did you yeah, that was so hard. I was doing my hands. On your hands. Um, <laughs> oh no! Yeah, uh, too much hands. I use too much hands. And then, and then, Blake, tell us, tell us about yourself. Uh, I'm Blake Wolf. <laughs> uh, Blake or Wolf? Blake or Wolf? Um, Blake or Wolfie? Blake R. Wolf. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I write books as well. I write fantasy books. I've got a series out called The Crystal Chronicles. The Chris- Crystal Crystal no, I think it's the Crystalline Chronicles. Called the Crystalline Chronicles. Is it? Do you yes. Know your own book series. I can't remember. Referred to it as yes. okay. Well, it's the Crystalline Chronicles. Yeah, because the Crystal Chronicles is Final Fantasy. So yes, the Crystalline Chronicles. Um, I'm currently working on book four, <laughs> which will be out on June thirtieth. Um, it's kind of D and D ish. So if you like that thing. Uh, I usually describe it as like Lord of the Rings meets Final Fantasy. So it's kind of ish. Um, and you can find me at blakearwolf.com, B-L-A-K-E-R-W-O-L-F-E. Uh, and that's my handle on Twitter, on Instagram, pretty much everywhere is just Blake R. Wolf. So you can find me there. Uh, Taylor. Taylor. Tell us Hello, about yourself. everybody. I'm going to sit absolutely still. Uh, uh, I'm Taylor Wallace. You can find me on Twitter at Taylor Wallace. T-A-I-Y. <laughs> One of these days, I'm just not going to say it and wait, wait for yeah, you guys to just, do it. Yeah. Uh, T-A-I-Y-L-O-R-W-A-L-L-A-C-E. Make sure you misspell it or you'll never find me. Um, 
you can also find me at sondereditingcom or most recently, if you have smaller projects that you need edited, such as papers, essays, articles, whatnot, um, you can also find me on Fiverr. Yeah. Search for some editing and proofreading. I'll be happy to help. Yeah. Um, though I will just secret because if you watch the stream, I like you. Uh, it is actually cheaper to ask me on Sonder. Hmm. Don't tell anybody. Um, but tell everybody. Yes, I will. I will reward you with a lower price for coming to my website instead of Fiverr. So, thank you. Uh, if you need anything edited, be it big, small, in between, stupid or not, uh, I will happily happily do so for you. Uh, you just, you know, need to pay me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, yes, I am an editor for also the Crystalline Chronicles. Yes. Which I know are the Crystalline Chronicles because I write the shit for the, my website. Oh, so. I mean, me too, but. <laughs> yeah. If you need an editor who won't charge you your. What's a new one I can use? Won't charge you your firstborn duck. I've already used firstborn. Okay, won't charge your you your second born. Your if you need an editor who won't charge you a kidney and a spleen for their services. Kidney and spleen. Yes, I don't know what a spleen is, but um, it's there. that's the that's it's the there. new tavern that we're going to see in the next town, kidney, kidney and spleen. Kidney and spleen. Yeah. yeah. But if you need an editor, hit me up because I don't charge as much as other people. Because it's true. Yes. <sighs> so Thank so. you for joining us in that train wreck of an ending. Oh. Uh, we will see y'all next week. Look for the VODs on Wednesday. I'll split it in two because it's too long. And uh, have good. I'm going to sleep. Same. All Sunday. Same. I'm going to be high and sleep. I'm going to work all Sunday. Yeah, I'm going to write another chapter. I have to. I, I should probably write too. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I've been playing RuneScape again recently, so I'm kind of Ooh. into it. Oh, God. I miss that game so much. Yeah. Uh, anyway, see y'all next week, okay. 5 p.m. sharp Saturday Eastern. Mm -hmm. Fuck off. Love you. Oh. All right. We'll see Bye. you guys. See you guys later. <laughs>